The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Who's... Oh, wait, what? Hello, Ooh. talking about heroin. Oh, is that what we were talking about? No, I said I was riding a horse. <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you people? Was it was it the disappointment horse? All I could see were white ponies. All I could see were dollar signs. As soon as you said that, wow, <laughs> the big money. <laughs> Hello, sir. So I'm, I'm sorry. Please continue uh, with uh, whatever it was you were uh, going, going uh, uh, waxing eloquent about. Uh, well, if you heard eloquence, uh, you're probably getting some crosstalk. It wasn't coming from my end. Who's this calling? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it looks like... Hello? No, Hello? Can be. you hear me? Hello? To whom Hello? am yes, I speaking? That is such a kick-ass costume, i got to say. I'm sorry. I'm staring at <laughs> it. It is pretty nice. I am looking at Andros's Tim the Enchanter get up there, and it's just... I don't remember seeing that picture. Is that a new one? Oh uh, no, that's that's from Dragon Con a few years back. Okay, I guess yeah, I, I saw all the indoor ones. This one's outdoor. It really illuminates. Yeah, me. That, that that was taken just before the parade, right? Did you make you that? Got a good expression. Uh, yeah, well, except for the hat. I didn't make the hat. That, it's just that's so. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you try trying to glue those eyebrows on. Oh man! Oh, I thought they were natural. <laughs> Those aren't yours. <laughs> Spirit gum and hot weather. What a winning combination, oh, huh? Christ. Oh. <laughs> I had uh, I had one photo I don't think you saw where they were doing, at the last Dragon Con I was at, they were doing a um, vaccination awareness drive. So they took a photograph of me dressed as Tim the Enchanter getting a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I got the scowl of the camera for that, too. <laughs> there the expression does make it. <laughs> there are some who call me vaccinated. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, oh so, uh, wow. Sorry I'm late. Sorry. Sorry. Shame on me. We're, uh, running on ice. Trying to play catch up. Don't do that. You'll hurt yourself. Mm. I, seriously, it's just... Yeah. And you know, the, the, the really screwed up thing is today, this to, to this Wednesday of, of May, what is it, 13th? That might have mm, something to so. do it. In the year of our Lord. In the year of, in the year of our Lord, 2015. Let's... <laughs> Yeah, go on. Well, where we dined upon fruit bats and breakfast cereals and large vats. Uh, today took three days. It was that long a freaking day. Unbelievable. It's just like, oh, it's one of those days where, yeah, the minute hand just started ticking backwards. 
mm-hmm. in the afternoon, and I'm just like, I've got to get out of here. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. The whole week has been long. But, uh, yeah, that, that's a good way for me to come on, is just to start, you know, whining. And I don't know if we're what we're used to. I'm here for it. What are friends for if you can't have a good kibitz? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. So, uh, wow, the, Nikki is off in Adventureland. She is. Mm-hmm. Um, if, she, uh, if she's not across the Atlantic by now. Wait a minute. Oh, I think right. today. Today. Was it today or yesterday? At some time in this vicinity of the of the thirteenth of May, twenty fifteen, she uh, the year of our Lord, twenty fifteen, went jetting off to the other side of the world and and decided to experience uh, real life new adventures in a strange and foreign land instead of you know doing the normal thing like pretending that it's happening and rolling your dice to see what happens. I know these strange, strange people. It'd save so much time if you just, like, you know, stayed home. Mm. But, hey. Lots to save some money, too. <laughs> I am so jealous. Mm. Actually, a part of me is jealous. Part of me is, like, I, I, which, I just Which part specifically? It. Like, is it the spleen? No, there's a part just, and I don't know what it's called, but it's just above both elbows on either side. You know, oh, your jealousy glands. The yeah. jealousy glands. Is that what they are? Is that what they are? Because they're just above There's the elbow. There's a technical oh, bile. Huh? Yes. <laughs> the, I'm sorry, Andrew? They, they squirt bile. Oh, they haven't done that yet. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll keep everybody posted. I'll see if I can get some pictures taken. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what color it is. That's important. Probably green, I believe. And it's, uh, it can actually, like Ebola, alter the color of your irises. Which is, I think, the the origin of the term green-eyed monster. Oh. Well, I was about to say, there's also black bile and there's also yellow bile. So that's what I'm saying. The color could be very important. Ah, that's true. Oh, man, i got to check my desk reference. Because mm. they all have different meanings, right? And yeah. before anybody Googles it, the origin of green-eyed monster... Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. It can't, it can't, that can't be the origin because it had to be referred to from somewhere else. Yeah, Bruce Banner. The early. <laughs> I thought it was Oscar the Grouch. Don't get me angry. You Who was like played by Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Oh, and Oscar the Grouch was secretly played by Bill Bixby. <laughs> now, the earliest reference I know <laughs> Which, of is. Which, as we all know. Oh, please go. Hmm. Which, as we all know, flies off to oh, England and visits it. Scotland all the time. I'm missing is he, I was going to say is a nom de guerre for David Prowse. Bill Bixby is a nom de guerre for David Prowse? David. Yes, who played Darth Vader. I was about to say. Well, he wore the costume. Yeah. I can amazingly enough, that. did the did voice. No, Oscar the Grouch was not voiced by James Earl Jones. Right, he was voiced by David Prowse, uh, who oh. played Darth Vader. That could be interesting. Okay, I see what you mean. We're having a circular argument here, but the good part <laughs> is many people will remember James Earl Jones as having uh, shown the ID, flipped the switch, pressed the button, and told the guy, I was never here. And that took place mm. on a submarine. No, actually, he said that on a uh, destroyer. 
And I thought it was on Star Trek. All my cred gets blown completely out of the ocean water by that they were just, fact. Yes, they were just talking about a submarine. Now I feel oh, foolish. Oh. Yeah. Well, don't feel bad. I don't even know what we're talking about I anymore. Like Why was Darth Vader on a, on a destroyer? Was it a Star Destroyer, perchance? I don't think so, no. <laughs> Hunting for Red October on a Star Destroyer. <laughs> Hunt for Red October. In uh, an old Star Wars game, uh, back in the D6 days, when friend Star of mine Wars was, a, was a good game. Yeah. Uh, friend of mine was a, a pretty good GM, and at one point we ended up uh, the old gambit were lying in wait for some imperial transport, and instead of the transport, star destroyer shows up. So we we hide in the asteroids, we shut everything down, and he put on oh, some recording from something, but it was the sonar pings. Ooh, and he had that going in the background. He's like the, because the sensors were so powerful, it was making our ship vibrate. <laughs> Holy and crap. we got to the point where we, the players, were actually whispering our plans to each other. <laughs> wow, that's okay, excellent. That is awesome. That is excellent. <laughs> it was brilliant. Five stars to that guy. Holy crap. Yeah. That's he did a great good. job with that. Still one of my fondest memories of gaming. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we were very happy when Sparkly Battles came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! The 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 star the star the starship battle game we had before that required these paper cutouts that were like the size of dinner plates, and you had to maneuver awesome. them around using rulers. <laughs> oh, dude, what that wasn't like? Oh, uh, it's not zero thrust. Well, it was actually Star Trek things. Okay, okay, I remember another one that had a similar system. Of course, I can't remember the name. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of the Napoleonic battles of Starfleet. Um, Did it work? I suppose so. Um, all right. Yeah, we were. I know. I remember we were all up and down the um, hallways in the student union running these things. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, you got something the size of dinner. How big a surface do you need to play that on? Yeah, that's the point. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I see. So yeah, the 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 hallway that generally leads to to the the student lounge or the cafeteria that's a wormhole. Now they they always stuck us in the basement. Typical. <laughs> you, you you can you can have your little aberrations down here where no one yeah. can see oh, you. You you want to rent some meeting rooms? Here you go. You can have the, these rooms in the basement. <laughs> God, what are you in the hall? I love the smell of mildew. <laughs> where do you find these men? Well, it has to be moist, right? Mm. Oh, that's one of Nikki's favorite lines from uh, from uh, Adam's family. It has to be damp. Yes, I'm. Where do I'm you sure find I these Adam's it men? To, it has to be damp. Has to be damp. <laughs> so we're gonna miss Nikki tonight, but um, yeah. yes, we uh, certainly are. Happy adventures to her, and uh, we'll try and come up with a nice show for her to listen to. Uh, there may even be occasion where I have to well, have to get to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> play her, play her character, uh, so that um, she doesn't get killed. Hopefully, <laughs> and uh, and we'll see. And we got uh, we got a very encouraging email from Mister K. Uh, Excellent. It was one of those close, you know, light at the end of the tunnel things where things might be settling down. There was a possibility he could have joined us tonight. Unfortunately, uh, they 
Dave roughed him again. Yeah. And and the scheduling. I was, was going to make a joke about the light at the end of the tunnel being a train, and I realized that's probably a little too soon given what happened this morning. I know. I, yeah. I, I didn't think it through. What happened this but, morning? Uh, did a train? Uh, did a train kill was, somebody? Yeah, there was an Amtrak train that derailed in Philadelphia and killed about six people and injured. Oh, jeez. However many. They, so, yeah, well, they, they, they took a curve. You're supposed to go around at 50 miles an hour at 100 miles an hour. But, yeah, I hope that... Well, I shouldn't say. Well, we don't know yet, but that's apparently what happened. I was going to say, instead of a train, let's say it's a velociraptor clever oh. enough to be holding a flashlight. That'll do. We'd all be in trouble. They... they they remember. I I um, sincerely hope that I have the occasion uh, to uh, to use appropriately as my last words the phrase "clever girl." <laughs> That's your last words. It, yeah, yes, it would probably be to the nurse for changing the just the right amount of medicine. Oh no! You see, I, I hope that it's appropriate. Like you know, like maybe it's immediately preceded by no. We're being hunted. <laughs> I, I think I'd settle for the morphine drip rather than being eaten alive by something. To tell you the oh, truth, that's true. Morphine is awesome. So uh, yeah, so you could go ahead and say those words anyway, and and uh, feel perfectly good about it. Whether yeah, the last the only other scenarios I could think of that that would necessitate was would involve subtle poison. Yeah, yeah, that might work too. Mm-hmm. No. I'm surprised I haven't already been killed by subtle poison. <laughs> <laughs> by somebody that just happens to be bored and think. Or has spent any amount of time with me. Skype for Windows Desktop, would you like to select which Skype relate? What the hell is this? Made an action through. No, I don't want to select anything. They held me up. I mean, I was running late already, and they held me up with that classic, uh, we're improving your experience thing. They've gotten a bit oh. faster than that. I'll, I'll give them that. They've gotten faster. That's, that's why I got on 20 minutes ago and said, Do you have an update? Improving your experience. I do not think this means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, let me select no here and uh, and find a thing that I was supposed to find before. I'm uh, I'm a little bit dim in general, uh, and slightly senile overall. And last episode was our hundred and fiftieth episode. Yes. And what do I have? What did I find on my desktop? Uh, long after we recorded it, of course. Just like days after we recorded it, and I'm looking at stuff, I'm trying to find something else, and I see this thing that says 150 text. And it's, it's, it's listener feedback that was supposed to be read on the 150th episode <laughs> that I had gathered ahead of time, put it on the desktop, and said, there, it's right there for you to just grab, bring up, you can co- copy and paste it into the thing, you'll be all ready, everything's good. And last episode, in the 150th episode, I'm like, um, yeah, we might, uh, it could be kind of uh, a squirrel. Mm. Oh, no, you, you read it. Uh, <laughs> it was It was brilliant. I think, remember there was that technical glitch? Oh. 
Oh, that's right. A it whole was a wonderful performance. Section of audio got lost. So, because uh, I, you, absolutely, of course, I did remember. Thank you. Yeah. Those Thank damn you. monkeys are here too. Thank you. <laughs> Adam, did they steal your jetpack? They took my jetpack and 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 went um, careening off, uh, bouncing on buildings. Monkeys took my feedback. And monkeys took my feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that pitch. In my underwear in the middle of Navajo. Nav- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them was, was from Greg of the Big Red Couch, and he sent it in. He sent it in like like I don't know. I think. A week, two weeks before the uh, hell. Shortly after episode one forty nine, he was like already with it, and and there it was, and it was a congratulations, and and I missed reading it on episode. No, sorry, Craig. I'm sorry, but we have it here. Actually, I have a whole bunch of stuff here, so uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to get ready to cut and paste that into the uh, into the chat window here for Skype, so that we can do some listener feedback and then we'll get into secret uh, British submarines uh, being attacked by strange monsters and what all we're going to do about it Um, and also find out how folks are it's been two weeks is everybody doing okay? doing pretty good on this end good deal doing good Good my wife just started reading Game of Thrones oh she's in the middle of the second book and she had to start asking me, does this person actually survive? <laughs> she asking you for spoilers while she's she asking me for spoilers. And you, you, you don't want me to tell you that, do you? She says, yes. Yes, I do. Who kills... Who kills... <laughs> and I said, what? Sure. Dies? You don't want me to tell you that. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I liked... Don't worry. He survives for quite a long again. time. Quite a long time. Actually, I have no idea who is. I think this is a Game of Thrones. I think is going to be another one of those things that I like really, really get heavily into and enjoy immensely. Oh, I'm sorry, I said that. Then don't worry. Oh, don't. I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to. Okay, but it was the sort of thing where she said, "There's all these people. I really don't understand what's going on." And then she was uh, apparently quite um, surprised when, just off the top of my head, I gave her a full rundown of the geopolitical situation at the point in the novel where she is. And you, wow. you can't, you can't ask like for fairer world. than that. Mm. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Charlie, but you said what? Oh, I was saying, yeah, if you if you dig the world and everything else, that kind of stuff actually can be easier to remember than the real geopolitical situation in our world. Seriously. It's often more plausible. Does, is there a game out for this? Did somebody buy the RPG rights for this yet? I have no idea, but that oh yeah, uh, Game of Thrones or Sunrise and Fire game is from uh, oh god, let's see who has it now. Green Ronin had it for a while. They, um, I don't, I don't know if Song of Ice and Fire is the same as Game Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, it is. Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones is the, the first novel in the Song book. of Ice and Fire. Ah, so Deska, thank you. Game. I know nothing of this. Yes. Well, you know, if for some reason HBO decided that Game of Thrones was a well, I guess in some ways it is, was a more accurate title for their series as mm. opposed to the actual title of the series. It works. 
Well, Song of Ice and Fire sounds like something from Glee. <laughs> I'd like to see that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so would I, especially if everybody dies. There's a 30 or 40 year old uh, feature length movie cartoon called Fire and Ice, I think. Uh, that's, that's what the, I always think of when I hear Song of Ice and Yeah, Fire. that's what I was going to say. It, it, that's what it reminds the, me of. The one that's weirdly reminiscent of soul music. Is it? Probably. I, I probably haven't seen it since, like... Yeah, with with highly evolved uh, humanoid mice. Mm. Mm. It's Mickey. No, the only thing that looks mouse-like about them is their nose. Indian? Nope. It, the song of I, um, so, well, no, no, fire and ice. That's thing the, with the song. Guitars. That's fire and mice, Andrew. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Just, everything that's running through my head so far as the film that I'm remembering, the the cartoon that I'm remembering, animation, I should call it, really. Uh, yeah. Uh, is not connecting at all with anything you're saying. <laughs> they had a band, though, right? No, no. This is this was uh, a strictly uh, sword. And the bad guy was voiced by Gene Simmons. No, no, not Gene. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Wrong guy. The guy from Rocky Horror. No, um, this, this was uh, Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. Oh, that's possible. Yeah, Fire and Ice. I remember it being kind of like rotoscoped. Yeah, I remember a dude in a. Like he had a kind of like cougar pelt kind of thing over his head. Yeah, he was sort of a rip off of every. Oh, that guy! All the fantasy people like. He's technically he does technically well execute work, but it's not actually good for Zeta. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. The, the cover yeah. from that's not you were talking about Tolkien. That hack. Lionkeek at lioncourt.com, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Although, for all I know, he was designed by Frazetta. I mean, I, I barely remember any of this. I just remember yeah, kind I of like seen in decades. the guy fought with an axe or yeah. something. It was a guitar. He, he had fought s- with a guitar? I think we might be thinking of drastically separate films. Oh, you're I'm thinking of thinking 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 no, an axe. Have you ever heard a guitar or a bass called an axe? That's what he fought with. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, yes, and he was in that band with all those anthropomorphic mice. And they had to save right. Timmy. We're falling into the well. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna find which the was picture. in the Lee of the Stone. Suddenly, I'm not feeling so bad about forgetting this uh, 150 text thing. <laughs> because oh well, no, this isn't the one with the highly evolved um, intelligence. <laughs> okay, I don't remember what that one's called. I had to look that up. Anyway, yes, you're right. There's a vaguely Frazetta-like picture of the cover. Yeah, fire and okay, ice, gotcha. and it was uh, actually oh, it was mildly. Is it? Wait a minute. Am I getting the title wrong? It's Fire and Ice. It is Fire and Ice. Rotoscope ones from the 70s. Yeah, Rotoscope. I think that's the right one. Yeah, the he, the hero looks vaguely He-Man-ish. Yeah, yeah. He-Man. A little bit. Yeah, and there's the bad guy with a tiger with a bear head on his head. He's actually a loner. Axe. He's a loner good guy. The bad guy looked like uh, like uh, one of the Winter Brothers. Uh, uh Long white hair. He was, a, he was a wizard type, a very, very wispy, thin, totally evil wizard guy that uh, was trying to creep ice all, uh, creep, creep a glacial thing down to take over. Ah, uh, Al Gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might, might have been one of his ancestors. I don't know. 
<laughs> it was it was uh, it was you know it was uh, fantasy. It was one of the earlier uh, earlier um, forays into animated fantasies. It, actually, it was pretty well oh, done. It was mildly racist, that, though. To tell you the truth, it, it uh, yeah, it really that's gave what the mice kind of thing made me think. No, I just I just I just found the one with the mice. It's called Rock and Rule. Oh, okay. Game of Thrones, Rock and Roll. Okay. Similar titles. Same number yeah. of syllables. Yeah. <laughs> the mice thing actually. <laughs> the mice thing actually made me think of vaguely racist stuff because I remember back in the day, uh, like on like uh, Nickelodeon back when they were starting up Nick and Knight, they had these old black and white cartoons with these awful like blackface characters. Oh, good God. And then, like, years later, Animaniacs came out, and it's the same characters. They just added little noses and ears. But exactly the same character models. I was like, what? Is this a thing that... How is this permitted? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, you know. Whatever sells a breakfast cereal, I guess. I guess so. (laughs) Blind Geek. Do we have Blind Geek? We do. He's on an important mission. He's a great tracker, so we sent him off by himself to find the bird. Oh, he's waiting uh, off to the side to get ready to send some arrows into the wolves that are attacking the uh, the guy that uh, the guy from Fire and Ice, the He-Man character. He-Man, the one that's chasing the shape. That picture comes through. Oh, you got a picture? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I like pictures. Let me see here. Oh, wow. There's a link. Yeah, that's uh, it's not half a URL, is it? Let me see. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, the guy up at the top isn't so much, isn't actually the bad guy. He's one of those uh, off in the, uh, mysterious off in the hills. He'll show up when you, uh, when you need him, but doesn't oh. want to be thanked. Okay. Uh, I remember watching him, watching it once, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, he ended up being one of those badass dark guy anti-hero types. Ah, uh, uh, yes. yes. And Rock and Roll has the bad guy voiced by Tim Curry. Okay, gotcha. Ah, uh, Tim Curry. It's apparently music by Cheap Trick. Wow. Well, they couldn't get expensive trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And they had yeah. to use shampoo because they couldn't find real poo. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I know, that's awful. That was bad even before MASH stole it. Alright. Oh, well, this is good. It brought up my browser. Now maybe I can log into like in, uh, my Gmail and bring up the all the stuff that I should have ready, like, at 5 to 7. Um, I don't even have remotely... I'm not even remotely close to having here. Let me just do a... a hey, you're going to have to refund people's money. I'm telling you. It's, it's shameful. But we have Blind Beak, uh, Blind Geek back, yes? Yes. Excellent. Blind Beak, Blind Beak is Gak. Blind Beak is Gak. Uh, <laughs> dyslexia 4, a cure found. Hi, Grok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you? Doing all right? What's going on? I'm doing all right. Okay. I got my Apple Watch yesterday, so I've been playing with that and distracted like an idiot. But uh, I'm back. Yeah, we'll not be distracted again. Squirrel! Be just a squirrel! <laughs> Apple Watch. You are a great tracker. Yes. Are you, uh... 
I'm sorry. As soon as I heard that, I thought I can, I can barely work the phone that I'm using, the little flip phone I'm <laughs> using, because of my giant toe-shaped fingers. That can. <laughs> how the hell is a watch like that possible to use? It must be microscopic. You must have to have some kind of a. I mean, how do you press anything on on that? It's it's got to be tiny. Uh, it's. It is pretty small, but uh, it's doable. Hmm. You know, it's, last time there was an um, iPhone um, update, they very helpfully gave me an iWatch uh, app to go with it. Yep. And and whether you so have one or you, not. Yeah. yeah. Just That's so you're ready. Getting you intrigued. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just so you're I just ready. wondered if I deleted it, if it would just break everything. Uh... I don't think they'll. I don't think you can delete it. I think you can move it into a folder, <laughs> but they're not. They're insidious. Those fruity bastards. Nothing like no choice to make you feel at home. Uh, all right. I, as everybody that's listened to the show knows, I have to say all this out loud. I'm select all. Control C. Otherwise, I can't do it. It's kind of like following along with my finger uh, when I read. I don't do that, but... <laughs> Control V, and then send. Remember the enter key. Displaying... Is that what they hell? say in the, in the, the virtual... send here? Cyber graphic of the Alamo? Remember the enter key! Remember the enter key! <laughs> in a recent game where Remember the Alamo has been a frequent battle cry, uh, uh, Josh's character, who is a native of Texas, keeps saying, you know, they keep saying that, but they forget we got our butts kicked at the Alamo. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah, normally you want to remember a, a victorious thing, but I guess it... I guess it that it was that... I'm sorry, go ahead. Doesn't have the pencils. doesn't have the pencils anymore, just as Anna mistyping. Oh, that's a disappointment. Oh, He's not going to be happy about that. Oh, Nikki is really going to not like that. <laughs> Hell, I don't like that. that that's a, what a, Oh. I am appalled that they would do that on this free service. <laughs> They're going to have to give me my money back. Uh, all right. Where, what have I got here? I don't even remember what I saved. Um. Okay, at least I separated out what was Facebook and what wasn't. What have I got? I'm looking from my left to my right. Uh, Andros, Trilobite, Blind Geek, and then me. There's got to be more than four here. I think there are. Um. So, uh, yeah, Andros, can did you get? Can, can, first of all, can folks see what I just put in? Yes. Yep. Okay, good Roger deal. That. That's our feedback. And, uh, Andrews, if you would be so kind to start at the top, and then we'll see if we can follow this along. All right. Uh, this says, congratulations to Anam, Andros, Nikki, Mr. K, and Blind Geek on 150 episodes of Hilarity, Gaming, and Banter. And calls being dropped by Skype. <laughs> and various pets stealing dice. And rambling, disjointed emails from fans of of the show. May there be many more. Cheers. Signed, Craig. 
And that's Craig, Craig from the Big Red Couch. Thank you that's, very, that's very much. That's great. Thank you. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry. He sent that in so long ago. It was already. It was like a great. You know, congratulations ahead of time. It's going to be great. It's like, e- what emails? <laughs> Feedback? No. I don't, hey, it's show one fifty. We yay. Swear, like I was on some kind of strange drug or something, or maybe it was just me being me. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, the rambling disjointed emails from fans, they don't actually come in that way. We have a special... (laughs) (laughs) That's our processing system. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) That's generally how that happens. And I'm also, uh, I'm I'm happy that... uh, I'm glad Hilary is at the top. Gaming and banter. Maybe it should be banter and gaming, you know, in order of quantity. (laughs) So uh, that was very generous. Our pets are pretty hilarious. They do, yes, they do steal the dice, and uh, sometimes they just steal the audio. But (laughs) excellent. That was was very good. Sometimes they just snore into the microphone. That's good. That's a good thing. Um,. I don't think that's happened on this podcast yet, though. Or I've just, if I, I don't remember it happening, if it has. No, it happens on the yes. other one. The other one, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what this is. This is the. This is the. Well, good. This this will get it out in the open, and and people will know what uh, what's being talked about when uh, when the camera thing comes about. Uh, yeah. I, I've got his full name here. I think he signs it on. I think he uh, uses it on Facebook, so it's not a, an issue. Trilobite, if you would be so kind. Bye, sir. A massive thank you to Sean Howard for coming up with and sending in no less than five separate builds for Nikki's Chupacamera. <laughs> each one was well considered. Excuse me. Each one was a well considered variation with interesting tweaks and modifications. Anum settled on this one as a candidate. Build two. If you want build of the camera that works, uh, I'm assuming if you want a build of the camera that works with the rules as written, assuming that everything must be on the level and perfectly as written, it is as follows. Chupa camera. Personal artifact. Base camera. Additional capability. Allows the user to use mysteries to maneuver, giving the target the stunned aspect. Armed. Allows the user to attack a target using the gun skill. Alternate usage. Allows the user to use mysteries instead of guns when using this camera. Thanks very much for the work, Sean. Thanks very much indeed. He did have uh, he, he did have an elaborate multitude of well five at least of uh, variations on how the camera could be set up. Did that make a lot of sense to you guys? I believe I understood it, but I think I understand a lot of things. Well, <laughs> I guess, you know, so far as something that uh, that uh, is is workable. Uh, yeah, into the game and and fits just the way it should and and isn't going to make it, it looks, an yeah. overpowered thing. Clear, straightforward, yeah. streamlined. To I, me. That's pretty much. Yeah, what I think it, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it makes a certain amount of sense. It's it's we're not gonna. She's not gonna have the Green Hornet gas gun uh, effect, which I think is what she was hoping for. And 
that's probably for the betterment of game balance, but it's not in keeping with the genre. So I don't know. I think that that was the issue that we were having was that there's no way to, there's no way that I can think of where you can have a character have the ability to do like, I just realized I used to reference. I'm not sure everyone's familiar with. Yeah. We, we uh, got it. What, the okay. green horned gas gun. Yeah. yeah. You, oh, that's you could totally do that. This is more or less okay. what this is. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, am I correct? It was built into his cane. I don't remember that, but he, he would, yeah, he would shoot it. Yeah, and he would shoot it at the bad guys, and he'd God, <coughs> and they'd fall right. unconscious. So, yeah, I remember it being built into his cane. Um, I'm sorry, Andros, go ahead. Oh, I'm saying the Chupacabra only having one way to stun people instead of two completely different ways of stunning people is probably an okay idea. Yeah, this yeah. is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You shoot him with your bop gun. Well, your mystery Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, yeah, ho- yeah, hopefully we'll nice, come across another thing where, well thought out. where it gets to be used. And uh, If um, she wants something else, she'll have to come up with a, some sort of a pen artifact. <laughs> a Shua, or or, uh, or uh, the Heels, or the Derringer, or, the or, <laughs> or just the out punching somebody in the face. Hasn't she thrown the Heels like a knife at one point? Or an axe. Haven't we all thrown the heels like a knife at some point? It's a, it's a, yeah. I mean, that's just that's a generic pleasure that everyone should get it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> There's a reason why they're called stiletto heels. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. All right, so cool, very good. Thank you, Sean, and uh, and we're going to work that in. Uh, what is the next one? Oh, that would be me. That would be you, Ari. Julku, right below. Ari Julku. These are Facebook posts, and this one says, "What was that? Did I hear correctly? Sotsi is coming back right around your corner." Oh, is that the whole post? I believe it. There's is a little the whole bit. Post. There's a little bit more. Oh, oh! Woohoo! Hooray for the tentacular terror from Texas! That's for some reason, my my speech synthesizer saw fit to put a an overly dramatic pause between <laughs> that one part and the woohoo. So I'm thinking, is it done? I kept moving off the line. I think it's the the uh, the, uh, the um, uh, three question marks and three uh, no, four exclamation points. It saw that it, uh, the reader saw that and went, "What the hell do you want me to do with this?" Yeah, yeah, it's probably true. It's reading along, it, uh, it it adds emphasis. The reader probably didn't uh, <laughs> didn't get it, but absolutely, um, yeah. And this is another one of those things that was it was posted a while ago, and and uh, <laughs> I had it sitting on my desktop. Thank you, Ari. Thank you very much. Um, and this this another the next one being I'm sorry, someone what? I just said, here, here. Indeed. Uh, this next one is another very old one that uh, I've been sitting on forever, and it refers to like three episodes back or something. Nikki was was uh, mentioning something about uh, um, naming a, a cover band, or naming a band uh, that we, she was involved with, and uh, I think... I don't know. I think we were coming up with different suggestions. This is from Wilhelm 
Wilhelm once upon a time to the gutter skypes. I have a humble name suggestion for Nikki's death defying crew of string ticklers. Uh, cover charge. Like door prize, only electric. So, um, if that's, if the, there's, the name is still up in the air and there's uh, room for something to be in the running, that from Wilhelm. And uh, nice. I apologize that it took so long to get that out in the open. Uh, if you don't know what it refers to, then you haven't been listening uh, to the past three episodes because it it's in one of those. Uh, this would be, uh, next up would be, uh, Andros. If we're going in order. Okay, let's see. I get another turn. <laughs> you get more turns as long as you keep rolling sixes. Wow, yeah. Uh, okay, we're after the woohoo one. Okay. Uh, oh no! Yeah, we're after two after that. Okay, yep. I got it. This one's from, from Florian. Yep. From Florian Schwark. Indeed. Gesundheit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I meant, of course, Sir Terry Pratchett. I read my first Discworld novel at the tender age of ten. I read his novels pretty much exclusive. Uh, I read his novels pretty much exclusively for fifteen years after this. At which point. I point ten reread. I had internalized them so much that I only needed to read the most current book. Okay, it was Mr. Pratchett that got me interested in philosophy first, and his views on society in general prevented me from becoming a bitter goth at one point, and turned me into a curious and slightly cynical nerd instead. Well, well done, <laughs> Sir Pratchett. Excellent. Yeah. His books were also the first that successfully tried to... Oh. Okay, I think... I, there must be an eye missing in there somewhere. Yes, he's not an English speaker. Is that it? His, <laughs> the first he successfully tried to read in English at the tender age of 14. Oh, actually, this is pretty good. Um, if it... If not were... If it were not for him, I don't know if I would handle English with the natural... Okay, I think there's some intentional misspellings in here. <laughs> Might be. Might be. Naturalness I do today, and I would probably miss out on a lot of stuff dear to my heart today, like watching Doctor Who with the original dubbing, or, of awesome. course, listening to podcasts like the Gutter Skypes. Aww. I know. Excellent. You made my life so much richer and more pleasant, Sir Terry, and although you will still continue doing so, I will miss you gravely. <laughs> Rest in peace, Sir Terry Pratchett. I'm more than convinced you won't have to cross that desert alone. Ah. That's all right, man. That's all right. Yeah. That's a, that, yep, that's a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, this uh, um, um, has to be a response to uh, he was talking about having uh, a, a, having uh, one of his favorite authors lost, and it was that week that we were mm -hmm. we were talking about yeah. uh, uh, Terry Pratchett's passing, and and right. wow, that's uh, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, that's very impressive, and just the fact that uh, just the fact that. Uh, 
his his work was uh, such an aid to 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 his his learning uh, to his learning English and yeah. and mm-hmm. in combination um, getting a certain point of view that hey you know if it keeps you from turning goth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's um, not a, that's certainly not a disservice to humanity. It's not a disservice. Yeah. To, what do I know about being goth? I, have, I know nothing about being goth, so I'm dissing yeah, it, I tried just it for a while. just for fun. Well, you know what's interesting? Oh, I go was ahead. a poser. Yeah. I tried it for a while, but I was a poser. I think genuine gods are, are all right, the few oh. I've met. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but uh, this is, yeah, this is excellent. Like ripples in a pond, man. He wouldn't be listening to gutter skypes if it weren't for Terry Pratchett. Yeah. So it's what's interesting is, is I'm listening to uh, the Science of Discworld at the moment. Oh, cool. Hmm. Wait, it's, do you mean at this very moment? No. Even uh, as he's speaking earlier to us. today. <laughs> like, man, you got some sick multitasking skills. <laughs> I could never do okay. that. There's only so many things I can do at once. Um, but uh, also what's interesting is I have been listening to um, uh, Muggle Net Academy recently and um, some of the people on there were t- saying that uh, they have used Harry Potter to help them learn English mm-hmm. makes oh, sense excellent mm-hmm. excellent good quite deal. interesting yeah, especially considering the quality of some of the translations the people were deciding if I'm really going to get this I'm going to have to read it in English <laughs> Yeah, I think I heard, uh, we've got a, a German player in my group, and I think I've heard him complain about either some of the translations for that, or maybe another series, where they just did all kinds of, made all kinds of weird choices, and, you know, stuff like that. It's just easier, apparently, a lot of times, to struggle with the devil's gumbo that is the English language. Yeah, for, for instance, in the French edition, they had to change um, um, Tom Riddle's name, Mm-hmm. Or else the, um, the little anagram thing where you I am Lord Voldemort doesn't work. Ah, yeah. So it works. So here's the trivia thing for you. In the French version, uh, Tom Riddle's middle name is Elvis. <laughs> I'm taking that as canon. <laughs> <laughs> That's not canon. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> There's your trivia bit for today. Excellent. I think I've I think I've told this before. Um, God, I can't remember. It was either on IDDFOS or uh, or or gutter skypes or both because I forget and repeat myself often and loudly. Hmm. The uh, the Japanese when they got Honey I Shrunk the Kids and they sent they put it out in their theaters they had to change the name to Micro Kids. Because apparently there is no Japanese equivalent of uh, of the uh, uh, endearment honey. Huh? So, interesting. So over there, it, it would have sounded like uh, a bee- beeswax. I shrunk the kids if they went literal. A <laughs> bee be excrement if if they oh, went literal hilarious. with it. So they had to change the name of the film. Well, really, they, they couldn't, sense just, to they look couldn't at. just find a Japanese endearment and use that term instead of. I mean, I'm sure. I don't. Must, know. That's what I was thinking. They must call their their spouses something besides you. <laughs> you know, Jews, sandwich without, now. Without wow. getting into a whole thing, it does exist, but um, it might be kind of tough to to get it all all to work. 
we don't have the time to go into all that here. Right. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Syn- syntax and take days. Yeah. Multiple yep. shades of meaning and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And you ha- right. you haven't heard Shakespeare until you've heard in the original Klingon. Right. <laughs> And in German, oh. if they don't have a word for something, they'll just mash enough words together until they have a word for it. That rem- yes, I love that. <laughs> that reminds me, Green-Eyed Monster. Beware, my lord, well. of jealousy. It is the green-eyed monster that doth mock the meat it feeds on. From Othello. Oh. And I was talking about the original. Where they are referring to the right. Incredible Hulk. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like, it is the green-eyed monster. Uh, okay. So that's the earliest reference that I know it from, but yet there has to be some earlier reference than that in order for it to make sense where it's said in that show from 460 or 70 years ago, or 500 years ago, or however long it was. About 500, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was Shakespeare, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, how do we know he didn't invent the thing? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, iambic pentameter, and he also invented uh, transparent aluminum. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Hello, man, that Billy. And hummingbirds. Yes, he invented hummingbirds. Didn't well. exist before then. That's right. Nope. Possibly even honey. Possibly. Uh, I, I don't know. For which there is no equivalent in Japanese. Which, because they don't have bees. Because they don't have bees. Honey is delicious. BS. Um, You've heard of something bee described as have, as being the bee's knees, but you never hear something being described as the bee's Japanese or the Japanese bee's knees. Exactly. That's because they don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they have those giant, scary hornets that kill all the bees. For fun. But don't make honey. Just for fun. Yeah, basically. And I, I think probably to eke out the competition. God, speaking of bees, we were. Um, uh, Andy had Andy had dis- discovered uh, uh, through uh, through uh, family friends and descriptors. Uh, we, we've had these giant bumblebee ass looking things hovering around the house for a couple of years. I mean, a couple of years, mm-hmm. and, and we didn't pay a hell of a lot of attention to them because they were just like you know, they they seemed to be fascinated yeah. with the edge of our roof. Mm-hmm. And we didn't understand. They're just these whatever. guys, you know, they're just these bees around. hanging around, whatever. <laughs> and she found out that they're that they're carpenter bees, and they're eating our house. I was wondering. Ah, I've had some of those. They've been yeah, they four little holes in things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know how you can get rid of those. And Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> but okay. if you want to get rid of the carpenter bees, all you got to do is just put a little close to you on the s- stereo system, and they just <sighs> tend to spread their tiny wings and fly away. <laughs> you know, if I had a half, I actually, I like I'm, proud of that. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like the better half of that. Once I heard the second part. <laughs> Part was one of those. Oh, oh, I'm going to get him with this singer. And the second part just came as I was saying it and went, "Oh my god, I've got another thing I can use here." I'm yeah, that, that's good. That, that redeemed that's, it. That's much better. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for some sort of bulimia joke. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Oh God, that, that's yeah. dark. 
Well, if you consider honey to be bee vomit, then yeah. Well, it is, it, you know, the word carp... Yeah, all right. <laughs> so the second half of that thing redeemed it. That was better than I expected. They don't to repair be. your table. That's what it means. <laughs> they don't. No. They are really simply the worst carpenters. Any, yeah, all they do is like... And they don't even eat the wood. They just push it out of the way, she found out. So Yeah, they make, they make the little holes in wood to lay their eggs in. Instead of gross. making a hive like normal bees. Isn't gross. that what real carpenters do? Uh, no. (laughs) I sure hope not. The wrong trade school. I sure (laughs) hope not. Find yeah, find whatever kit goes along with that at Home Depot. (laughs) 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 For all you carpenters out there, we're having a special this week: twenty nine ninety five or thirty percent off your egg laying carpenter kit. Hey, uh, I'm looking for like a ten penny ovipositor. All, all I'm seeing here is like five pennies. <laughs> wow. Um, c- carpenter connected with any insect always equals bad. You would think, you know, a carpenter. Well, it's it's industrious. It has knowledgeable yeah. skills that it can apply to what. No, it's just it eats the wood. That's it. Gross. No, they're non-union. Yeah, what are you going to do? Why don't you know? call them termite bees? Exactly. Why not? Call them termite bees or termite ants <laughs> or termites. <laughs> Bastages. It's copyrighted. Well, she 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 would she would yeah, not. Yeah, and have you know the termites control that, the courts. The termites control the courts. Yeah, it explains a lot. Okay. That's why you can't call them termite bees because uh, you know. As Andrew's pointed out, it's copyright, and yeah, good luck winning a case or any kind of suit against termites. And there's the defamation of character thing and all that that's going <sighs> termite rights, and you know, especially in Obama's America. <laughs> yeah, so I've that's got why the ant eater had to change its name from termite eater. Yep. I've got carpenter bees. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have my next bumper sticker. There you go. There you go. And I've got and I've got carpenter bees. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Wow. And they they changed. They stopped using my favorite uh, topping on the on the croissants at the Wawa. Thanks, Obama. Um. Whatever. Well, how did I get onto that? Bees we were talking about. Honey, I shrunk the kit. There we go. Yeah, okay. bees, because Got of it. honey. We have one uh, more piece of, uh, of feedback here. It's the last one, and I think this one is uh, Trilobite's turn. Excellent. Uh, looks like this one <laughs> is I was from... afraid I was going to be having to read it. I was like, it's a freaking long one. Can someone help me out? Because I'm an idiot, and I'm going to say this guy's last name incorrectly. How is it right. actually pronounced? Ryer, thank Ryer. you very much. Yep. Okay, so this one is from John H. Ryer, who says, uh, just finished listening to your latest episode, Rhino Rescue. Great mm. adventure, and I can smell the funk of dino guts from here. I almost yeah. could while we were playing it. Ah, <laughs> mission accomplished. It was very visceral. <laughs> Visit. Well done. Ain't no funk like the dino funk. <laughs> I didn't get uh, nauseous, but I remembered. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, he writes that he's uh, sad to hear that the blind geeks are separated, because uh, it's always sad to hear when that happens. But uh, your new 
Diggs Blank Geek. Okay, yeah. Uh, your new Diggs Blank Geek sound great, and I hope you enjoy Bend Oregon. And by the way, does that make you a bender? Mm, yes, or a bendite. I like bendite. It sounds like a mineral. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's- when I heard that Pateri had passed away, uh, it did hit me. He spells it with a P, so I'm going to say it with a P. Mm. Uh, it did hit Silent me. Silent P. That's uh, what I always aim for. Um, he was one of my favorite authors. Touche. <laughs> oh, I Thank like you. it. Uh, anyway, he says uh, it did hit him. Uh, he goes on to say he was one of my favorite authors, and I met him a couple times when he came to Seattle to sign books. Mm. That was probably pretty cool by all accounts. Um, I've I've always heard of him being, you know, uh, treating the fans well and having a good humor about himself and stuff. Uh, he goes on to say at one of the signings, I mentioned that he should find a girlfriend for the patrician, and he poo-pooed the notion. And then, lo and behold, it's a patrician in a long-distance relationship with Lady Margolotta. Yeah. Margolotta? Yeah. No, Margolotta. Margolotta from the French. Chupacamera. <laughs> I've heard uh, it uh, pronounced Margolotta by, um, by Stephen Briggs, and that's good enough for me. Works. No, there is no <laughs> Margolita. No, there is no He's a vampire. Uh, now, there is no indication that they are anything other than friends. Mm. If Havelock... That's his first name. Okay, uh, as long as I'm saying it right. I've heard that pronounced Havelock. Ah. Okay. If uh, Havelock hey, uh, gets an order. <laughs> You're going to get email. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Doesn't please, matter. please forgive my ignorance. No worries. No okay. worries. If uh, Havelock Vetinari had to have someone for a girlfriend, a vampire would be right up out, right up his alley. Yeah. He continues. Uh, I used to play RuneQuest several years ago, but never really got into it. The crunchiest RPG I'm playing right now is Burning Wheel on the Sunday Skypers. Otherwise, I play Fate, Fate Accelerate, or Savage Worlds, and a handful of other systems that are rules light. Love the battles to free Willy from the bowels, literally, of the <laughs> Dino Corpse Lair. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> I like that. Uh, a random body table is one of the reasons I don't play RuneQuest. You tend to hit the center of mass or their primary arm limb, but that's game mechanics. Mm-hmm. As for it being worse than the Melor, nah, the Melor are worse. That reminds me. I'd be more than willing to run the guide to... Uh, Pardon me. That reminds me. I'd be more than willing to run the gutter skypes through a fringeworthy adventure. I'm sure you'd have a grand old time. Till next time, GSs. Excellent. It's an idea. Excellent. And that's from. And that's from. Uh, that's from Mr. Ryer. John, John Ryer. H. Ryer. John H. Ryer. John H. Ryer. You know what my observation was after our RuneQuest game? That. I had forgotten just how tedious the combat system could be. <laughs> because what I love about RuneQuest is the mythology and world setting. Yeah, it's a very, very rich setting. Yeah, so I'm thinking if that could be imported into a, um, like, what was it he said? Um, like Fate or something? Light, li- lighter game system. Yeah. yeah. Just do it with Fate, be, man. Yeah, Fate, would it would work totally well in Fate. for that because... I gotta be honest with you, uh, and this is no reflection on you as a GM at all. It's totally the game itself, as far as I've experienced it. I was just like, "Oh, good God, please!" I love the setting. It's just the it is so not my. And I was like, "I'm not going to say anything because I'm sure I have run games that some of them might be like, eh, 
you know, and so that's just one of the things you, 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 you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. And there you have the gutter scraps. Right. But, uh, so, so I would love to try another adventure in the same setting with even maybe some sort of, uh, Conversion of the same characters. If we yeah. just find something, if we can figure out bit. how to do that. That would be. That would. Work. I'd be yeah. all for oh. that. I. Yeah. Uh, I could just port it over to Rollmaster real quick, and uh, <laughs> I still have those shut books. Up, Ryan, like, just, just <laughs> shut up. As do I, sir. As do I. Also known as Chartmaster. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, oh God. But you know what's interesting about that? I do have the entire Lord of the Rings um, role-playing game that they put out. Man, I remember that. They were so detailed in the uh, in the settings and books. They were beautifully written. So even if you didn't like to play the game, it's <laughs> it's worthwhile. Awesome. Yeah. I wonder if you could take. No, there's too much. Money. I don't know if it would work. I was going to say they've got the new One Ring game that looks more. Um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Um, more modern, uh, elegant will work um, in its design. And I'm wondering if that might port over, but I don't think they have much in the way of a magic system because in the Middle-Earth universe, your standard PCs don't generally wield magic, at least in this game, Mm. as far as I can tell. But it's it's an interesting system. It's an idea. I do like the idea of RuneQuest being ported over to a rolls lighter setup. It, it, it's it comes. I'm. I, I think I'll D D five. I think I've talked about this before. Uh, before the gutter skypes with some folks a long time ago, that when these games were first being developed, I mean all the way back to the seventies, one of the things that uh, it was kind of like a meeting of two mindsets. Mm-hmm. One one that was into what what the character is feeling, thinking, doing, wearing, saying, and the other that was trying to simulate through mathematics mm-hmm. the uh, to simulate quote unquote reality through the mathematics of random chance, and got so heavily into it that you 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 you. Can, can end up. I don't think. I don't think. It, you know. I don't think RuneQuest would, would uh, is guilty of being. Uh, uh, it, it's not guilty of being as tedious as some of uh, as, as as some of them, no doubt were. But uh, oh, it also presumes. It also presumes. You're over. It also presumes that you have a lot more time to to. Run through a campaign. The, the 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 time that it came out with people people. Uh, this is pre-internet, pre-help, uh, pre um pre puberty, pre pre puberty. Yeah, <laughs> when you actually could meet sometimes even twice a week to run a, mm. a campaign for a year, and if you want your combat to be as as uh, close to what you consider to be um, so-called realistic, then you're gonna you're going to try and make it that way using a rule system that you know if you look at it is brilliantly set up right because because 
it isn't just a question of flipping a coin, you know, or rolling a d6 and just charting it against a, a 1 to 12 thing. It's, it's, you know, there's a reason for this to be. There's a reason to have this better armor. There's a reason. And we wouldn't have all these electric grandchildren of that particular type of thinking in the form of World of Warcraft and the video, uh, the online games that are happening, and even the standalones that came before that, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have had all that if it weren't for the kind of thought and attention that was paid. So, yep. you know, kudos to the RuneQuest folks and and all the work they did on it. Uh, but uh, it it because it's us, because it's the gutter skypes, it doesn't matter that it takes all night to kill a dragon snail. It's fun anyway. <laughs> it's fun yes. anyway because we're you know busting our you know busting the chops of the of the characters, mm-hmm. you know, and just having fun. Oh, yeah. with how bad we screw up or whatever. It because it's us, but uh, you know, in terms well, of kind I of moving come things along. Sorry, like I didn't have fun. I just I just meant. No, I know you did. I could hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it, and of course, you know, uh, Andros moved the setting along uh, uh, quite well with uh, with uh, letting us in on just even in the character uh, sessions, letting us in on just how complex this this world is, the yeah. quest universes. Uh, just just from the the brief glimpses that I got of it, immense and extremely extremely well crafted. So um, yeah, I, I do understand though. It, it, it was like you're, you're elated because you got two whole hits, and you say, <laughs> "Damn, finally!" You know, I got two whole hits, and it was like, "Well, yeah, but you got you go to the the rules say you go to the table. Where did you hit it? And if it didn't happen to injure it all that much, then or it hit the armor, hey, it's the way. Yeah. it's the way the dice roll. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I stopped playing D and D. In fact, is you know you, you come up with this um, you know beautiful dungeon that people could adventure in. And they go into one room. It's a, an elaborate set piece battle. They spend literally an hour or two doing this battle, <laughs> and yeah. then okay, all right, well, we'll see you next week where we'll do the next room. <laughs> <laughs> How did these monsters get there? What are these people doing there? What? <laughs> what my, favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite D and D DM. I answered those same questions with it doesn't matter, it's a dungeon. Keep rolling. <laughs> oh! Because... But he did it in a very tongue-in-cheek way. <laughs> because reasons. Why are we here? Because we're here. Roll the boat. Yeah, why why, why, are, why are we here? Well, because you and your friends got together and decided to play a game called Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was such a different mindset. I mean, I was looking at... I, I have fond memories of playing the James Bond 007 role-playing game when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And they recently, I, I recently came across a copy of the rules that uh, fell off the back of a torrent truck somewhere. And so I was reading the PDF, and I thought, my God, how in the hell did I have patience for this game? Because... <laughs> And, I mean, some, because the girls were turning their noses up at you, just like the rest of us. Because <laughs> the hot, the hot dames in high school were just off, you know, and more interested in being abused by their football player. Uh, oh, don't get me started. 
<laughs> I'm going to get into some. I'm going to get into some therapist crap here. So, uh, yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> At the time, there was no rules like this. Was like I mean, and and, and so, it's just a different. The, I don't know whether it's evolution or whether it's just. Um, yeah. It's just different now. For a while, it seemed like people were trying to design more complicated rules. Yeah. You got RuneQuest and um, um, Rollmaster and Chivalry and Sorcery. And well, I think uh, Adam summed up the, the history and where it came from very mm. well. With, you know, yeah, that yeah. I like the trajectory that it has, has taken, especially in the, the last few years. It's been very interesting watching it change. And I really like the D and D five attitude of hey, if you want to use the maps and the crunchy bits, feel free. But if you don't, you can play it this way instead, and it works just as well. Oh, I might have to look that up. That could be interesting. Yeah, and and there are some specialist uh, com- computer oriented uh, uh, computer oriented members of the subculture. I don't even. I don't even. I'm so hesitant now to even use the words geek and nerd anymore because the, the wear it with pride. Wear it with pride, I say. Well, yeah, I mean you can, but it's it's become the new normal. So what the hell? <laughs> oh, that's a whole discussion. That's a that's a whole like week's worth of discussion. But uh, those that are into designing stuff on computers and get into 3D can now. They, they don't have to do a sketch of their character anymore if they're not particularly good artists. Um, they can literally build their figure no matter what shape it is uh, or what what species of creature it is or, or what weaponry it's wearing in 3D in a free program and then send it to someplace like Shapeways and have it printed in plastic as a mini and shift to them in quantity. How cool is that? It's it's maybe just a little bit awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, you know, wow. Changes. Change. Okay. You're spoiled. We used to have to go uphill in the snow both, both ways, ways just to go to the store and buy these little lead miniatures. And a filthy cracked cup. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Are you kept in a cheap cigar box, <laughs> wrapped in wrapped in uh, yeah, no, wrapped in just, all memories of against each other and got broken eventually. And this does okay. sound like my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm I've still got a bunch of old lead miniatures in a tackle box with the foam all disintegrated. Are they pa- yeah. are they painted? Some of them. Keen. I like it. Mm. Now I pack rat. I pack rat other things. Is it just me? I'm sorry, I'm derailing us again, but i got to ask this question. Is it just me? And uh, anybody listening, please feel free to write in. Um, am I the only one that carries around four USB jump drives in my pockets? And, like, I've got, I think, something like six or seven more in my bag. The little USB sticks. 
just in case I need to rummage around in a whole crap load of old stuff that I want to keep as files but with me at all times like if somebody's going to suddenly stop and, and say you know what I'd really like to see um, I'd really like to see uh, little mini mp4 videos of Firefly do you happen to have that on you? <laughs> oh Adam you're so old school jump drives are so so two years ago Oh, are they? What's new now? You get, you gotta get Dropbox. Uh, yeah, and you that put all your crap stuff doesn't in, work at all. In, in the cloud. Yeah, make it inaccessible. Make it inaccessible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> inaccessible, fidgety. Uh, doesn't do what it says it's gonna do. It's pretty great. Dependent entirely what? on the speed of your connection. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've I've advanced uh, so far as to have an iPhone now, and but I still carry around my old Walkman. MP3 player. I have a Walkman MP3 player. Ah. Keen. So, no, I don't think you're the only one. Um, <laughs> a lot of people have USB drives, at least, on them. Um, I've usually got one on me. Hmm. Wow. Really? I'm, Pretty much at any wow. given time. They're just too... They're just... They're I'm more fascinated not so much with what they hold, but the fact that how much they can hold. That just blows yeah, my mind. Yeah, this thing's got way more capacity than my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're externalizing our memory for... been doing so for years. Used to be a little yep. note situation. Well, now we remember where to find stuff and how that works. Mm. We do? <laughs> uh, so someone must. I just Google it. There you go. Well, yeah. You can't find your socks that way, though. I know. Google sucks. <laughs> now I have to find... Oh, did you hear that Google was going to change its search param- parameters so that when you're searching for something, instead of what is most popular coming up first, what is more true would come up first? What is more relevant to your search? No, what is more true? I'm going to put well, in jet fuel, steel beans. <laughs> ah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, well, oh, okay. So that was feedback. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, okay, everyone. And, and I know that I Goodbye must have breath. left some stuff out. And uh, thank, so, uh, yes, thank you, thank you, John Ryer. That uh, that offer actually sounds very intriguing for a fringeworthy adventure. Um, I'm hoping that. Uh, uh, maybe we can set something like that up when Mr. K comes back because uh, 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 being able to play in that I think would be uh, a, a hell of a treat um, hell of a challenge for a hell of a challenge for you though if you're going to try and uh, make stuff happen in anything like a logical or linear fashion um, mm-hmm. but uh Thank you. That uh, that uh, that does actually sound fun, especially if I can bring back Peter Leland and have him uh, have him cussing out the bad guys <laughs> and and maybe uh, turning down Lutefisk again. That <laughs> um, was the tree doctor, right? Yeah, the tree surgeon, <laughs> Lars Ingeborg, I think was her character name in that one. Where I remember she, you guys loading up on. Uh, 
on that delight and then like biking a million miles. <laughs> the wisest move. Uh, yeah, and and I think it was where God, Nikki I, learned to appreciate uh, learned to appreciate chainsaw as, as a as a piece of gear. <clears throat> anyway, speaking of finding things, speaking I, of bringing back potential gutter scratch games, I thought about I thought about bringing back. Uh, I, I owe you guys a game because I kind of shortchanged you on uh, Hollow Earth Expedition. I didn't do it necessarily on purpose but I had planned on after that first adventure having us actually get them into the hollow earth that was the title of the damn game and we never did we we figured that oh right hollow earth it didn't didn't seem like we were shortchanged that went for a good while we had uh, plenty of adventure with that one how we defeated Nazis on an airship yeah but the whole point after I had always said oh I'll I wanted to do one adventure on the surface world just to get the hang of the system, and then uh, we were going to go into the Uh-oh. you know things, since that's what the game really meant to emulate. You're like, we just never got around that to it. At some point, it'd be kind of fun to drag those. Oh well, I'm not even. I can't even unplug my. Ooh, I, I can't even unplug and reconnect my USB headset because I'm not connected to a USB headset. I'm just using a built-in microphone. Might, might be Skype this time. Uh, I, I don't know what to do. I'll have to just write it out, I guess. I'm going to I'm gonna pray that I was smart enough to put the text file that I sent you guys last time into Google Docs. Because if I didn't, I'm going to have to ask for a copy back. Because otherwise I have no clue what the submarine looks like now. Because it's been two weeks. And I... Um, Pulled it out of my. I made it up. Let me see here. Am I already? Uh, am I already signed in? No, obviously I'm not because it's not letting me in. Let me log into Gmail. I have a copy here if you need one. That's a good thing. So uh, if I don't find it where I'm looking here, um, I'll probably take you up on that. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. Let me mute myself so I like quietly type away as I search and. Um, Please uh, continue conversations about fruit bats and breakfast cereals, etc. This is, this is me muting. We okay. <laughs> bats are kind of cool. Hmm. Bats. Bats. Yes. So is bats. he still recording, even though he's muted? Probably. Yes, he mm. is. <laughs> <laughs> muting okay, ag- see, muting again. We. <laughs> if you haven't tried bats, now might be a good time to start our special introductory offer on leaf nose, vampire, and fishing bats. Is the great way to start your bat collection at thirty percent off and with easy payment plans. Bats can be yours today. Bats. They're not just for professionals anymore. Hmm. Bat collection, that's interesting. I'm a professional bat collector. Mm-hmm. I'm going to unmute and applaud that. That was really well done. <laughs> You're very generous. That was TV talk. Wow, posh. <laughs> it was it was stumbling talk, but maybe that is TV talk. Mm. Untitled document. Okay, crossing my fingers. 
Oh, Caleb, well, you know what else? I'm going to send this... Uh, oh, can I do this? How do I do this? I'm going to download it. Yeah, let me download it. Uh, save file. Yes, please save the file. Save it where? Let's say here. <laughs> That's what you should name the folder. Here. <laughs> oh, by the way, Electric Grandchildren. Excellent band name for Nikki's consideration. That too. Mm, yeah, I like that. <laughs> that too. Yeah. I wanted to mention that, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, good. Bradley Poshbinder. Okay, that was the guy that you're never going to hear of again who gave you the briefing on the plane, which means I've got the right document. Good for me. Although I think uh, it might have been Mr. Ryer who said that uh, he thinks uh, Poshbinder is the guy who's actually behind the millions of the Century Club. Okay, well... Um, That's what we get for not asking enough questions. We get- <laughs> he put forward that theory. The, the, the detective did it. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the rest of them were saved by, uh, let's say Mo. Exactly. Thank you for getting the reference. Hey, Mo. Um, <laughs> I, I found the thing. I see. The, 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 there's there was a reason I invited Trilobite to join us because I'm sorry it's just uh, it's just there's too much of a mesh there uh, too much of a, a good fit large equipment contingency room for unexpected cargo to start, to, um, to start the dry on the back okie dokie sorry go through the just continue I'll catch up real life it rules mm-hmm and takes a, yeah I know it's overrated right yeah uh, <laughs> and the the crew members names and all that other stuff wow you got a copy D I I do I have it right in front of me um, sadly I haven't added to it as I should have uh, for a bit more information but knowing the layout of the of the submarine is probably better than not for our purposes this evening <clears throat> and once again, I got to say that's at least a little bit of a genius move, right there. Putting that all together in a text format like that, I am one hundred percent going to steal that in the future for games. Oh, feel free! Thank you, thank you very much. I call it a, a save my ass move. <laughs> Otherwise, well, yeah. it wouldn't have been. Uh, yeah, I would have had no idea. And and having a text map uh, in, in in some form just makes it a little handier. Plus, it's, as it's a submarine in a submarine shape, I don't have to worry so much about east-west. All i got to worry about is north-south, or in this case, uh, mm-hmm. stern-bow. So uh, lining them up like like a choo-choo train, like Adventures on a Train is a little bit easier for RPGs because, you know, you can go toward the front of the train or you can go toward the back <laughs> of the train. It's an easy thing for folks to... Uh, for folks to oh, and we could, we could go... We could go... You could go to my side of the of the sub, and I could go to your side of the sub. Chris Cross. That's right. Port and starboard, and that's about it. Um, you hit wall, and then you hit wall. on a train. Absolutely. Where am I? Oh, I was going to put a picture of what this thing looks like, because I've had it. It actually inspired this creature, and I've had it for... Oh, uh, neat. I've had it for... 
since I think last year, probably. How am I going to find this now? I just saved it, didn't I? I said I was going to put it here. <laughs> now I got to find here. Oh damn! Uh -huh, That's why you should have a file called "Let's say, let's say here." here. Is it? That's interesting. I was I was curious as to what the the creature would actually look like. Although my character doesn't know any of the extra information that the uh, the yeah, here's um, some. Yeah, this is I the player was very curious. List um, view large icons. Where is it? There it is. This is from. This actually is a monster from Inframan. Why does that sound familiar? Because it's that bad. <laughs> oh. Was it appropriately named? It, it, it was. Uh, we're, we're talking um, probably Root late seventies, late seventies, early eighties. Uh, the the, awesome. the most gruesomely bad, rubbery, crappy costume that you could stick on a on, a, on an actor in a in a kids uh, in a kids adventure show. Um, uh, the, uh, this is the the Inframan of uh, uh, Japanese monsters. Excuse me. What did I just hear? <laughs> uh, that was Blanky's phone commenting on the monster. Oh. Uh, from the original Despicable Me, I think it was Agnes who said, he's so fluffy. Oh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's one of his notification tones. Funny. Well, we'll let him know when he gets back that he got a fluffy call. Ah. That's funny. My boss at my my boss at work uh, changed his his ringtone to a submarine ping. I have no idea why. Odd synchronicity there. Anyway, that's what this thing looks like. And uh, did anybody? Can anybody see this? Unfortunately, I have to do a thing where I have to go to a website and log in, and for whatever reason. Probably because of proxy settings and stuff. Uh, that doesn't work for me. Oh, oh, bummer. I can see the monster. Okay. I shall picture it most vividly let's, in the theater of my mind's eye. That's fine. As shall I. Indeed. It looks for very different, but still just as valid reasons. You don't know if I'm blind. Don't be sexist. Do you remember when we were talking about the lost in space? Don't be episode? sexist, young woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be an expert on human beings. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I totally stepped on your net there, Andrew. Yeah, so I, I was about to say, do you remember when we were talking about the Lost in Space episode where uh, the guy was dressed up like a carrot? You sent that link and I watched it. Right. Oh, well, I've forgiven looks, you by this now. Looks like a guy, this looks like a guy dressed up as a bunch of roots, but worse. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Possibly a I, mandrake, though it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've been to like a uh, you know an Earth Day festival. Um, I can picture that. <laughs> <laughs> you can picture that. Wow. Hey, Blanky, you got a fluffy call. You got a fluffy notification yes. from your phone. Oh God. Huh? It, was it was beautiful because it came in right when Anum sent the picture of the monster. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It worked out great. 
Unfortunately, it is not a unicorn. No, it's not. All right. Well, okay. Here we are. Um, let's let's uh, let's dive back underwater here. When last uh, when last we left when last we left our heroes. I had a piece of music in mind for this. Awesome. What was the piece of music? Oh, yeah. For That's some. That's why I had we all live in a yellow submarine in my head. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in the dryers, and I kept whistling. Now, where the hell did that come from? Now I know because we were stuck in a submarine. That it all comes back. Yeah, many more of them live next door. Your mnemonics yeah. are successful. <laughs> there you go, Johnny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, who's Johnny? Um, she sorry, said. I had to throw dun, that in. Dun, 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 dun. I had oh, to wait. throw that in for Nikki. Uh, who's Johnny? She says it better. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I I rather like the way you say it. Let me let me let me let me scroll. Let me add down here to the bottom here, just that I have something to reference for myself. Reggie Fourth, right? My heavens! Is somebody doing something that requires a lot of bandwidth? It, uh, it's become quite a bit choppy. Mm. Oh dear. It might be a it might be a Skype thing tonight. It had uh, Blind Geek. Uh, yeah, that happens. Androiding. Mm. Yeah, I heard that as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get that if somebody's like on somebody's connection, downloading a whole bunch of stuff or whatever. Oh mm. shit! I better check to make sure my <laughs> oh so helpful operating system isn't doing something automatically. Oh dear. No, okay. Looks like looks like I'm okay on this end at least. Well, t- <laughs> today it did like up to twenty nine updates. One of those things, yeah. like shut your machine down. Beautiful. And uh, let me take. It was oh god, it must be like fifteen minutes for update seventeen. What the hell? Yep. yep. You know. Okay, Trixie Trueheart. Mm-hmm. Trixie Trueheart. I think that's everybody, with the exception of uh, the NPC. Captain Holloway. What the hell was his first name? Hop. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Cab. Oh, Hubert. Uh, Hubert. Hubert Holloway. Sterling. It, if you, Sterling. Would you prefer his name be Sterling? <laughs> yes, I think his name should be Sterling Holloway. I'm missing it. I'm not getting the reference. I'm, I, yeah, I feel I, bad, neither am I. My cheeks are red with embarrassment and my nostrils are flared with shame. If you look up Winnie the Pooh, it'll all become clear. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll get right on that after I try to edit these the, names. He, what? I'm sorry. He did the voice, the voice of, uh, many voices in Disney movies. He did the Cheshire Cat in, uh, Alice in Wonderland. That guy. And he did, uh, the Python in the Jungle Book, but he is most well known for Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that voice. Oh, okay. I didn't know his name was Sterling yeah, yeah. Holloway. I do yeah, yeah sure, sure. Okay. I know it now. Okay. So, Reggie Forthright, uh, Forthright Nick Tesla, yes. The Blue Ghost, Trixie Trueheart, Hubert Holloway, 
on a submarine. Oh, and of course, um, uh, uh, damn. I'm on a boat. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's, what was the young child actor's name that played uh, uh, Beaver Cleaver? Jerry oh, Mathers? Ray Romano. Jerry Mathers, okay. Yeah. I just I'd, I screwed the joke entirely. I should have. I, I wanted to end with, and Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. Oh. But ah. uh, <laughs> since I didn't know the name, <laughs> since I didn't know the name, <laughs> wet firecracker. Total wet firecracker there. <laughs> Pale puff, worthless yeah. shit sandwich. Anyway, <laughs> boat in danger, secret British submarine, um, prototype, terrible monster on board. When we last we left, uh, Reggie, Nick, the Blue Ghost, Trixie, and uh, uh, Hubert, uh, they, the the uh, the sound, the last sound they heard was a hatch flying open, slamming open. Uh, a deck, of, a deck at least above them, and the shriek of this creature, uh, and from the characters' point of points of view or points of uh, hearing, the uh, frantic tapping uh, on the hatch that they are just outside of, uh, that being the engineering section, uh, um, coming from. Captain Holloway, because the ship's communication system was destroyed by this awful, awful monster <clears throat> that has the strength they have discovered of an eight-year-old child, which is kind of a puzzler there, but there it is. Uh, the um, Reggie had met and knew of the Blue Ghost. Did you meet, I think, or did you just know? I forgot. If I recall correctly, uh, we decided, or um, Andros, you decided that Reggie had had heard the yeah. tales of the Blue Ghost. Oh, yeah, okay. that was it. Yes, that was it. So uh, that's if I remember right. Maybe I heard from my spirit guide. Ah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Cool. It's got to be good for something. Well, it's good for not blowing the uh, blowing the player character away on sight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Once they appear through a hatch, it's like, wow, who the hell is this? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Did we ever Slow determine motion. if that thing is invisible all, most of the time? or Which? The, 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 the spirit guide lion ghost thing. I'm vaguely remembering it making a visual appearance during the attack on the airfield in the very first uh, I think I had to first, spend points for that right very first game you would know better than I would but m- m- what I am pleased to call my memory mm. informs me that you were able to see it Reggie as right. it was pacing toward the tank um, right. which was about to transform spoiler alert uh, but no one else could see it. I don't remember anyone else right. reacting to it. I, I think if for anyone else to see it, it might have to be like a special that I have to spend um, uh, yum yums on. Okay, but I'm, I was just curious because you have such a sensitivity to the animal and spiritual world. It's possible you might be able to see it anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was just a random thought. That's still cool. 
Mm-hmm. I shall leave that in the capable and cunning hands of our game master. Right. Yeah, so better um, go find one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We've, we've, I already, we've already introduced each other, right? So we don't have to go through role playing that. I think so. Okay, we're good. Yep. And, uh, uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, it's Reggie, it's Nick, it's the Blue Ghost, it's Trixie, and <clears throat> there you are in the, where the hell was it? Was it the galley or the, where is it? The engine, engine room. Yeah, if we were just outside the engine room, then we would be, uh, pardon me, that's main engineering. Uh, yes. I, if I'm reading this correctly, that's the galley and the mess. Absolutely. Oh, galley and the mess. Okay. <laughs> the engines put out enough heat that they use that as <laughs> uh, cooking fire. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> How's that for elegant design? <laughs> I like that. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a thermal electric engine. Yeah. Yeah. There is such a thing. Sure. Yeah. Puts off heat. Yeah. Yeah. Real good eggs today. Uh, they got they got new motor oil in there. It adds a nice flavor. <laughs> smells a little like ozone, but you can ignore that. <laughs> That's right. Just spread some of this air on the sandwich, and you're good to go. Uh, so we heard a a hatch banging open one deck above us, right? Yep it uh, it would it would be the uh, the hatch of the maintenance, storage, and armory section. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you would not be able to tell from where you are whether it would whether it went into the cruise bunks, which is uh, to the stern of that, or into the sick bay, which is forward of the armory. And uh, and there's there's frantic tapping on the hatch at engineering. Got you. I know what I'd like to do, but someone else, please go first. Um. Tell you what, I why don't I is is there a ladder to the next uh, uh, deck up? There is a, a hatchway that goes directly up into uh, from the galleon ship's mess. I got to stretch this out; it's not lining up the way it did before. I can't remember whether you guys came down through the electricity distribution hub. I think that's where you, or was it sick bay? Yeah, let's say there's a there's a there's a hatch and a ladder that leads directly up from the ship's mess to sick bay because that makes a lot of sense too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, yeah. Why, why don't I go ahead and go up and I'll keep a watch while you get you all see what's going on with the engine room. That way we won't be surprised by anything coming up behind us. The uh, blank, like sort of a. Shimmering gold metallic mask, vaguely insectile with its bulging multi lensed eyes uh, in this shimmering blue robe, nods in reply. Mm. Um, I will turn and immediately begin undogging and opening this hatch here. Okay, meanwhile, I'm going up the stairs, the, the ladder, whatever. Okay, Trixie's going to back you up on this one. Okay. She'll, she'll gotta uh, get that story. Yep, gotta get that story. And the monster's up there, and she can talk to the captain anytime once uh, once his butt is saved, and that of the ship. So she wants to get first. She wants a photograph. A photograph, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll so, stay here with our with our new friend and see if I can help. 
Okay, so you, uh, the 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 blue ghost and and Nick are gonna, I'm sorry, do what? Try and get go to the hatch with the uh, engineering. Yeah, yeah I think to... we were right outside that hatch, if I understood correctly. Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. So I'm gonna grab the wheel, start spinning that thing open as rapidly as I can. Okay, opens without difficulty. The uh, the captain, Captain Hubert Holloway. Or Sterling Holloway, as his father calls him, for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's such Maybe a Sterling is his father. That's an idea. Yes, you see a, a British uh, ship's officer, somewhat the worse for wear, but still um, uh, uh, still has his wits about him, and grim, a look of grim determination on his face. He is armed with a pistol that he is holding straight up, not pointing at you, but ready to, depending on what was on the other side of the hatch, and breathes a slight sigh of relief, holstering the weapon and looking past you to see uh, see that there's nothing behind you, and, and quite glad, actually. He pauses a bit uh, and takes a step back, not entirely sure what he should make of the blue ghost, because, um, well, it's something of an intimidation, uh, an intimidating... Uh, uh, presence to mm-hmm. see some somebody in a mask, somebody has no idea who it is, and shimmering blue robes. Um, however, since uh, since you're with Nick Tesla, whose face he can see, and uh, and whom he uh, he he knows to be a centurion, is not all that much on his guard. He, he's got more concerns at the moment uh, in the form of this creature. Ah, good gracious, thank God. Have you, have you managed to subdue the thing? No. Good. You have, if you haven't encountered it yet, it's very important that, uh, it's very important that, uh, you get the information that I was given in the communiques. The communiques that I got before this thing went rampant and started attacking everyone. That is, mm-hmm. that, uh, they want it captured. They don't want it destroyed or killed or completely done away with to the, to the extent that they'll no longer, no longer have it. They want it captured. They want it alive. Well, we will try to do what we can, but I don't think any of us are in a position to make any guarantees at this point. I certainly understand that. I, I find, found myself in your position. I found myself in your position for quite some time now, and I can only pass along a bit of information that was obtained in investigations uh, in your state of Texas, carried out by by a gentleman named Stan Rocket. He's been following following the, the the situation and it appears it appears uh, it appears that this thing this monster, this creature, this aberration of science is one of yours I turn oh no, Stan's, Stan's not that bad, he's actually a pretty nice guy <laughs> well but <laughs> once you get to know him <laughs> By that I mean. Sorry, sorry, what you were saying. I turn and look at Tesla. You know, just to see, you know, 
robed mass figure, but perhaps it is a look of significance. <laughs> when he says one of yours, uh, I turn and and look at Tesla. Just picturing that a blank mask can say so much because you can apply yes. anything to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's a neutral mask. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did any of those classes or anything? Is my body language telling you anything at this point? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not in a rope. <laughs> well, the captain. But as this is a pulp novel. Yeah. Captain wipes his brow and says, oh, t- uh, I, by that I mean. Um, you Americans have cooked this thing up in one form or another, some kind of strange secret weapon. So it belongs to, uh, it belongs to, uh, it belongs to you, uh, to you Yanks. And, uh, we were, of course, very happy to come along and, and assist as we were on our way back from, or rather, on our way to the Pacific. Uh, however, an emergency is an emergency, and it certainly has applied itself to this vessel. Well, thank you for the information. We'll, if Stan wants it captured, then we'll do our best to capture it. Um, what, what, what it's going to require, so far as I can... Unless someone has come up with some kind of an alternate plan, what we've discovered is that it can't somehow can't chew its way or eat its way or erode its way through our bulkheads which has been probably one of the only things that saved all our lives thus far if some kind of a container or cage or no I I think a sealed container a box something really really strong that's made of the same materials or fashioned from the same materials can be put together that might offer some kind of a chance I don't know how you'd get it in and get it into one of those, but so far as I can tell, that's the only thing that'll trap it. How does it do it? That's that's another matter altogether. How to lure it? I haven't spent enough time observing observing the thing, but my uh, my classified information that I wasn't to share with the crew is that it is in fact a secret weapon of your government. You turn and examine the bulkheads, wrapping on them, trying to get some idea of their composition. Uh, as, 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 the captain, as the captain observes this, uh, he, he will tell you that um, they are layered, uh, layered alloys. He says, trying to do a search for the word beryllium, as if he spelled it right. <laughs> Oh, as a matter of as a matter of curiosity, real quick, this boat, the Pay Night, mm-hmm. is it the Pay Night, as in the opposite of Pay Day, or is it Pay Night, like the weird mineral? It's Pay Space Night, as in Roger the expression that. Pay Night in Portsmouth. Ah. <laughs> He said, pretending he knew what that meant. Rather, it's it's, it's kind of a lewd. Uh, That's not an appropriate name for a military vessel. No, is it? it isn't at all. Actually, <laughs> Pain Night in Portsmouth implies that uh, you're ashore, and um, surely, by yeah. God, you're going to get laid one way or another. 
beautiful. Uh, I think it's a perfectly appropriate name. And uh, or and drunk yeah. or both in any order necessary. Yeah, just the general rowdiness and chaos. chaos. Oh, Roger that. What is this, Paynight in Portsmouth? Um, uh, the captain notes you uh, tapping the, the, the hull and, and says, uh, it's layered, very thin layers, one after another, repeated of molybdenum, beryllium, bismuth, zinc, and aluminum. Molybdenum? Molybdenum, indeed. Yeah. And the, uh, the engineers know more about the, 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 the eggheads that put it together know more about the reasons than I do. They've tried to explain it. They've only uh, indicated the general tolerances and the fact that it somehow seems to aid in this vessel being able to go deeper than any other submarine um, of its size and class to date. I've already said too much. But I trust you. I trust you. I'll nod to him and then turn back to look at Tesla. Uh, all right. Are we hearing any kind of noises? I forget to indicate. Uh, I think, Captain, you should come with us. Well, I could, but uh, it would be an extremely dangerous situation if the creature got in here to engineering. If it has any kind of mechanical knowledge, it, it, it could power up the ship. It could oh. take over the vessel. With all due, with all due respect, Captain, if the creature comes into engineering and you are the only thing keeping it from doing that, it's probably not uh, in very grave danger of of getting screen locked. It, it's not. It's not. It doesn't have much of an obstacle in its way. And I mean, no, I guess there's really no. <laughs> I say with all due respect, and yet there's really no respectful way to say that. Um, you'd do much better to come with us where we can protect you, and you can potentially uh, get some shots in. We, we've been sent here for a reason. Point taken. Point taken. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit too stressed and fatigued at the moment to argue logistics with you and I'm going to defer to your experience indeed if we team up we may have better success I'll put a hand out to him shake your hand and then kind of move out of the way so that he can get into the uh, get into the passageway here just as he steps into the galley uh, you hear that shriek again, and Reggie. Yeah. In the dim, in the failing light of the uh, of the emergency lighting, which are individual uh, individual incandescent bulbs that are drawing rather heavily on limited lifetime regular 1934 acid batteries. Uh, you see a creature shrieking. That uh, that uh, looks like um, the most nightmarish conglomeration of steel wool lumped into the shape of a figure. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, latching itself, uh, latching itself, f- uh, face first against 
against the battery and the light and is draining it rather quickly, removing uh, removing a lot of removing the only source of illumination. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll shout down um, the ladder. Tally ho! And let's see. How many other exits besides the one I have to be blocking up or in this room? Uh, three. One is a hatchway. Wait a minute. Where are we? Sick bay. Yes. One is a hatchway above sick bay that goes up into the experimental signal bounce room or radar room. Uh, one is forward to the electricity distribution hub, and one is to the stern, back into the armory where it came from. So, yeah, down, forward, back, and up. And your guard, you're presently, if I'm picturing this right, uh, you've got your head and upper body poked through the hatchway that goes down into the uh, galley. So you're at the top of the ladder observing this, unless you're someplace else. Unless you're fully no, in the room. So. No, I was going to use the... Um uh, the entryway here is partial cover. Cool. So I'm not completely up in there. Um, what's it doing? Right. What's it doing? What's it doing? What's it doing? Uh, it's, it, That's it's, tricky, by the way. Oh, but, oh, right, okay. That's good. <laughs> Reggie, okay. Reggie, scoot over. I want to put... Let me just stick my arm up with the camera at the end of that. I can, I can maybe just click something off it. If you okay. shift to one side, I, I, I can get the... <laughs> what I'm going to do... Okay, well, fine. I'm going to go ahead and um, roll... Kind of throw, pull myself up out of the um, um, the ladder tube. I guess it's a ladder tube. Or hatch. Hatchway, yes. yeah. Hatchway. And tube. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, roll toward the front where I believe you said there's an electricity distribution room. And see if there's a way to latch the door and secure it from this side. Basically, I'm basically going to try to um, more drama probe. Here, I can use a point. What do, what do I have for um, yum yums or whatever? I think you're at this point. You're at. Uh, did you get? A, you had an extra fate point. Fate point. Somebody yes. got an extra fate point. Everybody started with ten. Okay. I got one uh, last time. Yeah, you should have 11 at least. Okay, all right. Okay, I want to spend a fate point. Alrighty. For a crowbar. So the idea is to jam a crowbar into the uh, the, in, the uh, Into the wheel, wheel so yeah. to, to keep it from opening easily, yes. All right, gladly accepted and sure. Okay. Um, and Trixie can now um, is now in the hatchway. Trixie's in the hatchway. She is uh, waist up through it with her camera ready just as the lights have dimmed almost all the way out. You barely had time to find that hatch and get the crowbar in. She is uh, she is using the camera not as a stun not as a stun camera, not as a chupa camera, but as get a picture of this thing. Mm-hmm. And the flash that goes off illuminates a split second of this thing being extremely close to you, as in two feet, and moving awesome. towards you rapidly, as if you'd seen a dancer in a strobe light leap off the stage to, towards your face. Okay, let's Don't see. Blink. 
and sh- and it's uh, shrieking uh, madly. It seemed to it seemed to have more tentacles uh, than it did when it finished draining the light from the battery. Oh damn! I hate tentacles. Everybody hates tentacles. Well, actually, no. There's quite a maybe not. Is it appropriate time and place? There's a time and place like calamari. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, calamari. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. That's appropriate. It is appropriate. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Let me know when I have a combat action. You do have a combat action. How do I do this now? Let's see. It's uh, it's uh, I can describe what it's going to try to do to you or what it wants to do to you, and then I think I have to roll my dice against yours, don't I? You got it. Get, uh, which one of these two hundred d sixes should I use? I got some fate dice here if you want, or uh, there's also a, a halfway decent online roller if you want to use one that has fate dice. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the organic thing. I, I think I can. I can remember that one and two are negative, three and four are neutral, and five and six are positive. Yep. On that, okay. <clears throat> and it was, it was, oh God. Which one is it? Was it for initiative perception? Not perception. Alertness. I believe it's alert. Yes. Alertness. Alertness. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, Reggie, what is your alertness? It is four. Plus, nice. I got to roll. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not positive how this matters, but Reggie's alertness is better than that of the uh, of the creature. Some people use that to break ties if it comes down to it. Okay. Oh, do I need to roll for alertness? No, no, your alertness is what it is, oh. and, and that means you're faster than he is. Okay. Well, I take it I know better than to shoot inside the submarine. 415, Seeing as how I have a gun that will shoot through buildings. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> armed with that knowledge, if you'll pardon the pun. Uh, I'm going to guess that, yeah, Reggie would know better than to let off that building killer <laughs> inside the submarine. It's an 88 Magnum. Yeah, wow. Something like that. Elephant gun is appropriate. Top of the Chrysler building clean up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alright. So I got a negative, negative. Let's take that negative and that positive, put it aside. That's a neutral. And that's, I got a minus one on my attack. Ah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm using the gun more as a, a bludgeon or a tripping device, as it were. Um, so I'll probably have to use my athletics as my attack skill rather than my um, actual uh, gun skill. Okay, fair enough. This, this thing is throwing itself at you. It is uh, whine, shrieking, shriek whining, which is not okay. my uh, it's trying and to send tentacles into your face and rub your eye, eyeballs with it and undo your belt. And uh, stick a tentacle down your shirt and smack a few tentacles uh, across your uh, forehead and into your ears, that kind of thing. Just in general, be the most, uh, be an incredible, annoying nuisance thing. Yeah. Well, I'm attempting to roll past it. <laughs> I and- such a look from Eddie Ed. 
<laughs> I'm getting such a look. It is not Japanese porn. It's a tentacle creature. It's a tentacle creature. And there's creature. a difference, right? There's a difference. <laughs> it's a monster. It's built to it's built to be annoying. It is built to be the most incredibly annoying creature that was ever constructed. Biologically chemical. I thought that was <laughs> That was Andy Dick. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I guess maybe I described that. Uh, whatever. Or Goober from the Andy Griffith show. Sounded perfectly fine to me. I don't know what yeah. she's on about. It's just <laughs> anyway. It's just good so, family fun over here. I'm sorry, Reggie. You you were using your uh, rifle to. I'm trying to remember what the skill uh, stunt. Bounce back does. Do I have that? Have I got that? Oh, I, don't, I am so woefully ill prepared. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I got an electronic copy here. I can see if I can okay. grab it as well. Right. I, I, take take me half a second. Oops. I can do that too. I think. Uh, games. There we are. Game folder. Very good. I'm opening up the Satsi book on my desktop here. You said it was called Bounce Back? Yeah. It looks like it might be fun, but I want to make sure. Oh, nine references with the word bounce. Stunts, here we are. Here we go. Some skills, such as science and stunts such as bounce back, can also reduce recovery time as described in their write-ups. Oh, okay, it's that kind of bounce back. Got it. Let me see. Bouncers and bad cops? No. Uh, oh, here it is. Bounce back. Recovery. Right. Okay, good. That can come in handy later. Broken arm? I should be ready by the weekend. <laughs> That's probably a good thing to have. Okay. Uh... Ooh, in plain sight. That's a that's an idea. Okay, so what I'm going to do is uh, attempting to roll past it using my gun to try to trip it up as I go past, and then I am going to attempt to um, conceal myself somewhat um, in the what I can find, whether it's like pipes on the in, against the walls or table or chair or something, um, and whatever I can use as basic camouflage because I can make really good camouflage out of really basic stuff. Okay? I like that. Okay. I like that. Smear mud on yourself. Hide back among the roots as it walks by. <laughs> yeah, just stand perfectly still. And for some reason, it doesn't see me. Yeah. It assumes if it can't... If you, you assume if you can't see it, then it can't it's see you. Just a paper see bag you. over yeah. my head. Yeah. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Okay. There's nobody home. We're doing the dishes. Right. Uh, so uh, my athletics is a two. And my roll is a plus one, so it's a total of three. Okay, total of three for, for concealment? No, for, 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 for the athletics check for... Oh, uh, Okay. For, for, for my for, uh, first part of the maneuver. All right. 
This is where I'm falling down here. Do I? I don't need to roll against that again, right? Because uh, uh, yeah, you I already, already rolled, rolled a negative one. I okay, already rolled good. a negative one. Okay, good. Now, since you're two so, over, since you're two over my negative, uh, wait a minute, you're more than two over my negative one. You're like four, right? Four. Mm-hmm. So that means I've got to check off a stress box or take some kind of a negative uh, negative on. Uh, yeah, if he's making an attack, I think that's when you'd want to do it. Mm. But um, this sounds to me like it's sort of a passive defense, so I don't think typically that would inflict stress. Cool. All right. No. Good. That's good to know. That's good to know. What do I have to write with? No, creating, you know, doing a maneuver puts an aspect on either the scene or on the creature or whatever. Well, I was trying to trip it, if possible. So, okay, then. So, if, if we want to put an aspect on it that it's slowed down, at least m- m- temporarily, we could do that. You know, maybe I just hit it in the shins. I keep, I keep hearing the words overshot and prone in my head. <laughs> Boom, that sounds like a good aspect. Hmm. Yeah, overshot target and is now prone. Okay. And the um, uh, in, cre- in plain sight is actually one of my stunts. So that's for uh, camouflage in plain sight. So you kind of get that. You don't. You kind of get that without having to roll for it, really, right? Okay, good. Um, it's just cause oh. Generally, it's a question I'm asking. I have no problem. Um, with it. I mean, you should. You should be able yeah, to do ta- that. tag an aspect. Yeah, so I'll be stunt. Oh, okay, that's not an aspect. What are my aspects? Ah, oh, there they are. Unfortunately, this monster, a lot of these re- depend heavily on my reputation, which this monster does not care about. It, uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't appear to be... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of them erudite <laughs> villains. It's more like a, it's more like a, a programmed force of nature, mm. which, uh, which is going to dictate one of its next actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trixie, uh, having uh, uh, clicked off the shot, has got, has lowered herself down the ladder, um, partly uh, to make sure that she's uh, the, that the camera doesn't get destroyed. She's not in your way as you're dealing with the thing, and so that more light can be let into the chamber um, for anybody else that's going to go up there, because as it is now, the thing has the thing has uh, blacked out that particular portion of the ship which we said was sick bay it is sick bay yes uh, that brings us to that brings us to the the Nick and the blue ghost okay uh, blue ghost what are your or if you're looking to me for action, I'm closing the door, excuse me, closing the hatch, dogging it. Mm. And then I'll, like, look back briefly at the tumulate up above, but I, you know, completely trust Mr. Forth right there to handle himself. I look at the, at the dogged hatch as though considering it, and then look back to Tesla. I'll point at Big Thunder and then point at the hatch. Um, 
I got to ask some questions here at this point for orientation's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a little, that's why I'm hesitant. Yeah, uh, the, this is this is assuming then that both Nick and the Blue Ghost have ascended after Trixie came down. That the Blue Ghost and Nick have ascended the ladder up into Sick Bay. I was assuming we're still we're still down there outside engineering, oh, and I was locking down engineering. I'm, I'm I'm totally wrong about this. Hang on, I got to go back to my other thing, <laughs> which is where. Uh, near the mess, if I recall correctly, we should be in the mess, looking at engineering. Right, the guy ship's mess. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Reggie is hidden among uh, the pipes and wires in sick bay. He has uh, put a crowbar through the forward hatchway, and uh, Trixie has gone down the ladder from sick bay back down into the uh, galley and ship's mess, and Blue Ghost. When you said you were closing the hatch, you were talking about the hatch to engineering. The hatch to engineering. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Want to dog that thing firmly, and then uh, looking at Tesla, point to Big Thunder, and then point to the hatch itself. Okay, I shoot the hatch. Or the arc welded. Yeah. It shoots lightning, so yeah. Okay, out of out of uh, out of total fairness, and because I just only happen to remember it, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a fate point from the blue ghost, so that you oh, no! had something. Well, so that you had something at hand that you actually could use to dog that hatch, because. Oh, I was thinking it the had the. Uh, is, yeah, the expression just means using the wheel to close it. And then they they often have the little bars. Oh, I see. Um, okay, you're not, you're not jamming it. You're not, you're not jamming it with a crowbar or a chair or anything like that, right? Okay, you're just closing it securely. Yep. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. No. Worries. When you give it, you know, that extra turn and the the, the little bars go up in there. Right. Absolutely. Sure. I believe that's called hatch, dog in the hatch. I think so. Okay. Okay, so yeah, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie jam locked the one that he was dealing with with a right. crowbar. You're just closing it and yeah, make, make I think it. I had something it's quicker, better. right? There you go. Go for it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll to hit a door. <laughs> <laughs> can Can Nick hit this door from four feet away? Let's find out. No, you find absolutely. It's not D twenty. Uh. I, uh, uh, just, I'm sorry, Nick. Did you want? Did you? Did you want to do that? Yeah, I, I, that's fine. Okay, okay. That door is welded shut. A satisfied nod from the Blue Ghost. Let's have a Uh, all right. So that's uh, that was you two, you two guys. We had Trixie coming down the ladder. We had Reggie hiding. The creature, prone. And uh, uh, having been tripped up by Reggie, has tentacles lashing out uh, toward compartments in 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 sick bay, toward compartments in the in the close quarters, and is pulling out glassware of the type uh, retorts, vials, um, specimen uh, samplers that are secured inside their little hatch hatch hatchways cupboards, whatever, and is flinging them with multiple tentacles around, uh, essentially trying to pepper the interior of this dark, dark chamber with 
uh, lots of flying shards of broken glass as it shrieks. Temper. Just you know, what's the worst? It has an aspect. I'll just I'll just go ahead and say it. It has an aspect of uh, called worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, whatever the whatever the most uh, nasty, um, annoying, inconvenient thing it can do in your vicinity or out of it, it will uh, attempt to do. It is for all intents and purposes. Oh, it's a game master incarnate. It's a sabotage weapon. It is an, uh, an absolutely top to bottom sabotage weapon mm-hmm. um, that ideally only consumes enough energy to power <laughs> well as much energy as a small child has, but that's all it needs apparently. So yeah, it's it's just going to throw glass around. Shattered glass. So that now there is the aspect in the, if, if it can be made use of in any way, it's just a descriptor really. In the in the sick in the dark sick bay, it has the aspect of uh, broken glass everywhere. And it's uh, and it's standing up. Okay. I think that brings us back to Reggie. Right, let's see. Uh, here we are. Let's look up. Looking forward. Trying to remember how to put the search function on this PDF. Let's see. What was it? Control something? Control F. F. Control F. Ah! There it is, okay. Searching. Searching. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out. I have an aspect called where angels fear to tread, so I just wanted to see if that was appropriate for this. As in toward the monster in a dark room with um, bottles and, and vials being of glass being thrown around and shattered. Something like that, yeah. Well, I don't know how averse angels are to a situation like that, but I would say it applies. <laughs> In a way, you already made use of it just by opening the damn hatch. Yeah, seriously. Um... So many things. So many possibilities. Let's see. Oh, I left out. Uh, I left out Hubert. Ah, here you go. Captain Holloway was about to uh, raise. Uh, raises. Uh, he raises a hand and begins to, uh, as uh, just retroactively here, as as Nick uh, leveled the lightning gun at the hatchway of the engineering room. I, you might not. Oh. Sees that the hatch is now uh, uh, welded shut and might mm-hmm. take some effort to uh, get back mm-hmm. into engineering, uh, 
has quickly, knowing the ship as he does, decided that he's going to move forward of the galley into these, um, into the, what the hell did I call it? Uh, into the auxiliary diesel room, diesel engine room. Um, uh, before all the uh, uh, emergency lighting batteries have given out and repower the ship. I'll uh, stick right with him. Uh, I'm this guy's bodyguard as far as I'm concerned. Cool beans. So be it. That'll place the Blue Ghost and Captain uh, Holloway in the auxiliary diesel engine room. Attempting to that. Uh, fire up that engine and get the ship get the ship powered again so that lighting can be used. While Back. Reggie decides on this course of action, I uh, wanted to let you know I got the uh, I got the picture. That is hilarious and awesome. <laughs> yes, disgustingly stupid. <laughs> what Beautiful. a what a thing! And if you saw the movie that it originally came from, you would laugh yourself silly. You really would. Inframan, it's a, a, a early Japanese kids show that was serialized as a weekly kids thing and turned jammed together to make a movie and uh holy crap is it cheap and bad beautiful there's there's one so speaking of tentacles uh, there's there's one section there's one piece of it where their uh, main headquarters are attacked by a giant tentacle which i think it's this one actually made uh king kong sized for no reason mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and they're rolling around with these rubber giant rubber um <laughs> appendages smacking them around and one guy has his legs wide open and his costume is split so oh, that you can goodness. see his freaking underwear oh, my God. <laughs> oh heavens I, I nearly peed myself it was so freaking bad <sighs> yeah it's worth it it's worth it just to see how bad uh, whatever it was funny mm. okay cool okay That's like Plan 9 from Outer Space levels of... <laughs> With more money thrown at it. That's the sad part. <laughs> That's the sad part. Okay, so sorry, Reggie. You, you don't think they meant for the for it to look like the monster was wearing the underwear, right? No, this was one of the one of the good guys in the silver space age jumpsuit type things. Oh, okay. Got that it. That's very funny. Mm. At least he wasn't going commando. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's Flash, plus. Flash Gordon was there in silver underwear. <laughs> oh, that that that's a plus. Flash. <laughs> oh, flasher. <laughs> yes. Oh. Flash flasher. Okay, so I'm going to spend another fate point to have the lion manifest itself and act as a decoy. Mm. Nice. And um, um, in the meantime, I'm going to um, um, grab anything that looks like solvents or, or acids off the shelf and throw them at the monster. Oh, that's nice. cool. That's cool. Okay. Do you need to roll for anything? <laughs> I hadn't considered that. Well, of course not. Players are always doing things the Game Master never considers. <laughs> I didn't think of well, what are the corrosive resistance of this thing. Oh, yeah, I can use Aspect uh, Sick Bay. That's right. You'd be in a place where it would have that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll uh, go ahead and roll some uh, fletchings for that. Okay, uh, I got two pluses and two minuses, so that lines up neutral. Okay. And negative uh, neutral skills, guns, alertness, stealth, endurance, resolve. Often, what they suggest for something like this is weapons, and with improvised stuff, it's sometimes at some penalty, depending on what the GM mentions. I think they often talk about minus two. Yeah. I do have the ability to use gun skill instead of engineering. Because I can... I guess it's because my... Uh, my engineering ability is the same as my gun ability in certain respects. Well, I, I'm... I'm I'm prone to put a negative two on that for for uh, not so much not so much for the improvised, but for the fact that it's still extremely extremely dark in here. There's still sure. no lighting. He did manage to take that out. The broken glass is like, well, if you're wearing shoes, it's not that big of a deal. It's just extremely annoying to have it right. shattering but around you. But it's oh. the darkness that would that would. Uh, ah. But where? But the location of the spirit guide would give me some indication of where it is. Oh, cool! All right, so yes. the creature can see the spirit guide, the sp- and and I can see the spirit guide, and I can probably—I don't know—if it's shiny, I might be able to see a um, shadow of the creature, or it could just be manifesting to show you where the damn corrosives are. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Mm. Unless you wanted it to, to, I was I wanted it to distract the creature. Definitely, yeah. You wanted it to menace the creature. Yeah. All right, it can do it can do one or the other. It can menace the creature and yeah, distract it, or show you where the solvents are. Otherwise, it's a minus two for the acid. Right. Um, and I'm sorry, you said you rolled a what? Um, uh, my roll was uh, on uh, two pluses and two minuses, so it just depends on what skill we're using. Oh, okay. Creature rolled a um, creature rolled a plus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Often what they suggest for this is uh, the weapons skill. Okay. Well, yeah. Like I said, I, I, I have my, my guns. I have guns as, as the only weapon skill I have. Yeah, oh, there's the a, a separate one called weapons. Oh, weapons, weapons. Yeah, yeah the name of the skill is weapons. You could consider throwing acid an improvised weapon, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, which we don't have, of course. Let's see. Let's see. You have it at zero. Yeah, I have it at zero. Right. Now this is an interesting question. How do I? How do I determine? All right, he got a plus. Well, the creature, creature got a plus one on his roll. Right. But um, that would essentially be a plus one against being distracted by uh, your spirit guide. Right. What? Yeah. What am so I then rolling it's not against? Distracted. For the, but does the spirit um, does the spirit guide itself as a subsidiary of? Uh, well, I suppose I'd be rolling against environment. I don't know. Okay. I don't even know for sure what that let me, means. Let me get the okay. uh, let me get the full question here. Okay, I, I well, might be able I guess, or or maybe what we can do is assume. Yeah, I think it's best to assume the spirit guide is a part of my action. So, 
Yeah, um, we've got two so, separate so, things so, going so, on here. We've got spirit guide manifesting to distract the creature. Right. Uh, and, I see. And we've got find uh, a solvent and throw it at right. the creature. Um, if I may I would, make a I would suggestion. Say, yeah. Abs- absolutely, sure. It seems like maybe the quickest thing to do would be just to have the spirit guide make an action using Reggie's skill levels, whatever those are. Unless there's already a separate skill stat block or whatever for the lion, that might be the quickest way. That's just one idea. Cool. I don't think I have a skill that I never resigned for the lion. He has communications and stealth. Um, I, I, I read up on them. That's in there. It's interesting is that they are always there. I can always see him. But um, unless he's in stealth mode, other people can detect that there's something there. So that's kind of interesting. Um, All right. Well, so, in, in this case, I'm um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the the plus one against being distracted. Okay, is gonna win out, but uh, you still have the opportunity. You still have the opportunity to uh, find and throw acid at right. the sucker. Um, we, well, we could just say that uh, it gives off enough light that gives me the opportunity to find what I'm looking for. That's the way I always pictured this be, this thing being. Sure, as, especially as far as especially your point of view goes. Right. Well, also especially if if I'm spending um, a hero point, a fate point rather. Yeah. Um, to make it visible, then it uh, probably is actually giving off ambient light. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that's more than worth it. Okay. So you found you found the acid. Okay. Good. Well. Uh, do I have time to do that this round, or do I have to wait till next round? Oh, I think we should just let's just bunch these two together real quick. Okay. Um, Is that another I'm roll? roll again? So you roll roll to see if you hit the hit the nasty little sucker. That's a neutral, negative, negative, positive. Oh, okay. Creature got a minus one on his roll for for dodging the ass. I got I got a plus one. All right. Hello. Oh. Do you have some kind of an accuracy accuracy thing to go along with throwing or anything like that? Um, well, like I said, I have my gun skill, which also counts as an engineering skill. Um, let's see. Uh, Self endurance, resolve, mystery, survival. Um, for throwing athle- things, athletics. They, for throwing things, they usually suggest the weapons skill. Right, which I don't have the okay. basic weapons, weapons skill. I so just it's just a, your itch. So athletics will work for throwing. Yeah, it's your plus. It's your what did you say? Plus one. Plus one, and uh, I have athletics at it two. And the creature rolled a minus one for its dodge. Okay. I happen to not have heard the uh, captain telling the others that they wanted to take it alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You weren't present for that. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Well. Maybe maybe the acid will only slightly kill it. Well, it certainly made it shriek extremely loudly, and there uh, there appears to be some kind of a smoke um, uh, emanating from where you hit it, which is uh, where where one of the tentacles meets its shoulder, and oddly enough, the the stench of the fumes 
smells a lot like something that you probably have come across in your past and all of you have experience with, and that is the smell of burnt burnt bodies. The smell of... uh, Ugh! Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a distinctive odor. Yeah, flaming flaming flesh. And uh, uh, the the, the creature's uh, tentacle falls limp but does not detach from the shoulder. However, it does smell like a burning body, as in as in human flesh, which is kind of puzzling and disturbing at the same time. I wonder, do I do a stress box on this sucker now? Mm. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. I think I better put just... A Sounds like it's slightly um, check, incapacitated, yeah. Check mark on, uh, on, a, on one of them. Well, take that, you bilious monkey pustule. <laughs> he says it in an utterly unconvinced voice. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to have a British accent. Sorry, that's not I a movie of the week sound clip. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's brilliant. Yeah. It's a great line. It's yeah, a great line. Of course, it came off the random pirate uh, insult generator. It did. Well, something. It's the sort of thing that's on there. That's true. That's the kind of thing you'd find there. Yeah. All right. I don't actually have it up at the moment. <laughs> All right. Next up is uh, next up is Reggie. Not right. Reggie. Uh, uh, Nick. Um. Uh, well, I got big thunder. I'm going to use it. <laughs> Let's see. That'll shed some light on the situation. Is there anything? Let's see. We know I better not mess with that. They're, we're going to sub. I was going to say, is there anything I can collapse on top of him? But that would no. Probably go be- for it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> the entire deck comes crashing down. What's the worst that could happen? Bring a deckhead down on top of this thing. Decidedly, the blue ghost does not have any respect for this underwater vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither do I. They can make another one. All right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Uh, it's got three more bulkheads supporting it. Um, that's a very dangerous, stupid, stupid idea. Um, all right, I'm just trying to find something other than just I shoot at it. But uh, sometimes simple is the most profound. So I shoot at it. Uh, let's see. And I get to use science instead of guns when using Big Thunder, so that's superb. Five plus six plus three plus three. Four. Uh, let me. That was the old roll. So I got work. D six. One D two zero. Button roll. Button roll. Six fifteen. Six plus two plus two plus five. Five plus five. Okay. Well, I just neutralized myself dice wise, so that is uh, five. Um. But I think I'm going to use a fate point since I haven't used any yet and the game session is almost over. Might as well. Hell with it. Big Thunder is my aspect. I'm tagging for a plus two. That's seven. And... God, I love a good fight. Mm. So, we got nine coming to this baby. All right, the the creature itself rolled again a negative one. Ooh. I think maybe I better switch. <laughs> I better switch to the red dice here. 
Yeah, I'm not going to use these black ones anymore because they're being mean <laughs> to me. Uh, however, um, I, I can ca take that negative one um, up to a negative one, one plus to a positive one. I think that's correct because it's going to use its aspect of sucks juice. <laughs> um, which is at plus two to gather some of that electrical energy from your, your direct hit your more than direct hit to take that nine down to a seven <laughs> big whoop <laughs> <laughs> still gonna hurt like hell it's almost like you you're bludgeoning it to bludgeoning it to death by forcing a sandwich into its mouth. Uh, That's how I want to go. <laughs> As the nurse force feeds you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you say, "Clever girl, clever girl." Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, And you, you smell more. You smell more of the burning flesh. Uh, at which point, the cre the creature um, the creature uh, leaps is now trying to uh, leap its way. Actually, uh, so it's making use of its tentacles on the on the um, on the piping and the wiring and etc. to move as quickly as possible across sick bay back towards the armory to uh, to leap its its way in through the hatch of the open armory after it got smoked pretty uh, severely by pig thunder it has extra energy it just hurts a hell of a lot more and it's shrieking louder and I think after a direct hit of plus seven I better do another stress box on the sucker <laughs> So I'm checking that. Well, if he doesn't have a box to take the stress, he, he might be taken uh, out. Or at least suffering a consequence at this point. Um, then we'll call it suffering a consequence. I'm going to check. I'm checking another box because he's got it. And I'm going to call the consequence uh, uh, stiffer of movement. As in, it's it's moving less fluidly than it did before, because um, uh, just to get into the trivia of the thing, those little mosquito bite rashes that the sailors suffered when they were attacked and had direct contact with the thing, they were actually uh, uh, they were actually closest equivalent to a mosquito bite that the entire surface of this, of this thing can apply because it, mm -hmm. it drew on the human blood to act as a lubricant for its own movement. Nice. So it essentially it used human blood as the oil that lets it move freely. Not mm. in great quantities because it doesn't need it, but again, annoying as hell. <laughs> and also kind of creepy. And it's one of the reasons why you're smelling the smell of burnt flesh whenever you mm -hmm. apply acid or electricity and such high voltage to the thing. And I shout over the roar of lightning bolts and and uh, screaming tentacled beast. Reggie, Stan wants us to take it alive. 
<laughs> After he blasts it. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know. Okay, okay, I got an idea. That's good intel, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, this brings us back actually to uh, to um, the Blue Ghost with yeah. the captain and auxiliary uh, and the auxiliary distribution hub, uh, and and just just so that uh, she is not left completely out of the action and is going to have some very very award winning photography to show. Trixie is halfway up through the hatch again, getting pictures of this exchange. So far, she's awesome. got the one snapshot in the darkness, and what she got was the back of the creature launching itself at Reggie, who stood ready with his rifle to trip the thing. That's one shot, and the other shot she got that's just gonna that's gonna make all the papers is the lightning bolt striking the thing from Nick Tesla's uh, um, big thunder. So here we yeah, are. Yeah, that's going to be an awesome photo. It's going to be Centurion's encounter, such as anyway, auxiliary diesel engine room. Uh, yes, the captain. So having heard Reggie, uh, rather uh, having heard Tesla shout this to Reggie, I don't yeah. feel like I need to intervene. Oh, uh, so I'm going to stay on guard with the captain here, mm-hmm. and I wonder if you'd be so kind as to let me consider that a self-compel on my aspect, uh, the quality of mercy. Keeping this guy safe, hopefully keeping him alive. Uh, I don't know, that seems like it might be a little bit weak. Up to you. I have no problem with that. That means you get a fate point back, right? Yeah. Mm. Indeed. And a self kind of sitting out the fight here. All right. Let's put you back up at, uh, you were at 11, right? I'm at 10. You're at 10. I ended up spending one the other, the other day. Okay, so you're back up to 11 then. Excellent. That works. And you're helping the captain get, uh, get the, uh, power back on in the ship. Mm-hmm. He has, uh, he's the captain of this vessel. He's trained on it exclusively. They've had two shakedown crew, uh, two shakedown missions already. So I don't know that I should even bother making him roll to see whether he gets the power back on or not. Let's just say he does. Yeah, I think uh, between the rounds, we've had four rounds between him going in there and uh, his intentions being made plain. Lighting now is flickering on uh, the warm glow of the incandescent shielded bulbs that line uh, all of the compartments of this vessel are are glowing and getting brighter the, the sick bay mm. and everything else is now completely uh, uh, completely illuminated starting out dim and getting a bit brighter hmm Good. Is it my turn yet? You're back. We're back to you now. Yes. I, I thought so. Good. All right. Um, so, um, is this thing by any chance inconvenienced by broken glass on the floor? Uh, the creature, no. Okay, but it does make its footing a little more unstable. It actually wasn't using its feet so much as its tentacles and arms to uh, to. Um, let's. <laughs> here's that. 
Pulled stuff along. Here's that word, that college-bound Yay! vocabulary word, brachiate. Mm. One of my favorite mm. modes of transport. <laughs> along the, uh, along the uh, compartment and uh, to, to leap through into the, uh, into the maintenance storage and armory. So it's back. In, it's just inside the armory. Oh, it's it's it, it's just gone in back into the armory. I see. Yes, and the hatch is still open. Right. Okay. Um, so are there? I'm trying to think of if there's some sort of a shelving unit or something that I can knock over onto the tank. Um, on a on a sub, that'd be right. Yeah, uh, a lot of that would be bolted down. Something I should. I don't know. I don't know whether this is uh, metagaming or not, but this mm-hmm. is the armory, and mm-hmm. you you may or may not know whether there are explosives in here. Well, yeah. I don't know uh, whether that's something I should even mention as a GM or whether as if, a if it's the if it's the armory, I would expect that. Yes. Okay. So I, ne- I never know whether to uh, offer things like that up or just to say, okay, take a shot. Oh, you hit a grenade. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going to shoot anyway because um, yeah, you know, you, a space you shot could very well go through the side of the submarine. Yes. Sure. Or and out the back. It would be a nasty, right. nasty joke on everyone. Right. <laughs> uh, let me see. This, there's Full like... fun and game until someone shoots a grenade. Mm-hmm. Then it's hilarious. Then wackiness ensues. <laughs> um, is there like a gurney table handy? Here is, there is a stretcher strapped to the walls. It's a little better than a flat piece of uh, frame with fabric stretched in it, lightweight. Mm, right, pull right. it off the wall and lay our sailor on it and be carried. Nothing, yeah. like, nothing like a gurney, no. Okay. My, my first thought was to try to drop a, a shelving unit or something on it to try to pin it to the ground. But there doesn't seem to be anything like that handy at the moment, does there? Hmm. Shoot out a bulkhead. Well, there, there's. I can. Uh, I can use my gun as an engineering role and, and it, loose knock something loose. It is maintenance and storage, so there are there will be cr- uh, crates, cartons, um, boxes. You know that. Kind okay. Of thing. Oh, there's okay, containers okay. in there. You know. Okay. Tell you what, then. What's uh, I'm I'm running in after it, and. Um, if I see a shelving unit with lots of um, heavy objects on it, I'm at least going to try. If I can't dump the whole shelf over, I'm at least going to dump as much of that heavy those heavy objects on it as I can. All right, no shelving, but stacked crates. Oh, okay. I'll finish the So, so essentially, okay, so you'd be undoing a strap and shoving it over onto the thing. Yes. Okay, go ahead and roll for that, and I'll see if it can has any prayer of getting out from under it. We're going to have to call this the last round, folks. Right. Because we're coming Works up on, on uh, what's it? Heck, we might have this thing trapped and captured if this works. Yeah, then what do we do with it? Six. That's a oh, you've right, right up. Find out next time on Spirit of the Century. Ooh, we finally rolled a plus something. You roll a plus one. <laughs> okay. Actually, I think that's the second plus one tonight. Okay, um, I'm I'm considering this to be another um, eng- another athletics check with a um, uh, tagging the aspect of the cr- pile of crates. 
And uh, my dice roll is, uh, like, once again, two pluses and two minuses. So, um, what, is tagging the aspect give me a plus one? Yes, if I recall correctly, it's a plus two. A plus two? Okay, so that gives me a four. Okay, four versus one means that the crate... That's two more than I expected, so there's going to be an added bonus here. Mm. And we're gonna um, we're gonna uh, end the night on a little bit of levity, because <laughs> we get to pull the rubber mask off. No, it's a, it doesn't have a rubber mask, but the crate oh. was was uh, uh, hefty and well made, so it was uh, heavy. However, it was empty. Oh, it was okay. completely empty, uh, and the uh, the open end of it ah, is what awesome. fell down over the creature, and what Reggie and Nick. And uh, uh, Trixie witness uh, from her, even from her point of view, is uh, a crate moving back and forth and banging against the stuff that's in the storage room as this thing uh, tries uh, scrambling with a crate on top of it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to jump on top. Absolutely. You see little, you see little tentacles wiggling out from under it as it and feet as it tries to. Uh, yeah, I'm just way around. try to try to bash them with the butt of my rifle as I'm on, <laughs> on top of this crate. And Beautiful. the shrieks are issuing muffled inside the heavy wooden crate um, from this annoying, nasty little sucker. Oh. Yeah. I have nice. expected something like I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those dreaded kids. No, no, it's... it's no, nothing this, like that. <laughs> no, this isn't a guy in a, in a, in a suit. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad the lights came on to be able I, to see that. That was funny. Good. good. <laughs> well, sometimes persistence pays off. Good. Well, we'll find out... Uh, we'll find out whether... Uh, um, we'll find out whether this uh, sucker can get away uh, next time. <laughs> and what all can be done about keeping it contained. Yeah, really. Subduing it. Uh, in our next in our next session, I think we got a pretty good thing on there. All the tentacular terror of Texas. We're nowhere near Texas, are we? No, <laughs> you're cheaper off the coast. You're in the Atlantic, just off the coast of New York. Mm. Oh, alliteration trumps geography every time. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I said it's the tentacular terror of Tiny Town, Texas. There you go. <laughs> it's all what'll fit on the marquee and draw them in. Yeah. All right. Good deal. <laughs> Tiny town, Texas is probably some huge metropolis. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> That's like we have Christmas Valley, which is one of apparently one of the most just abysmal places in all of Central Oregon to live. Just wrong. I'm sorry. Where? Same kind of thing. Christmas Valley. Christmas Valley. Yeah, okay. the name of the place is Christmas Valley, and you think with a name like Christmas Valley, it'd be this awesome, you know, all oh, the people are cheery. No, no, apparently it's the armpit of Central Oregon. Well, yeah, it's Christmas Valley. Everyone's harried, stressed. They have no money, <laughs> no time. It's overcrowded. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to whom I was speaking. They're jammed people together with their family. <laughs> They're jammed together with their family eternally. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, there's an old Spanish fort called uh, Fort Christmas in Florida. Really? Yeah. 
I think it's out somewhere near Biflo. And the people that are help hiring, you all, stressed, have no time. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a, I oh, yeah, missed Biflo. A, it's between um, Orlando and, and Titusville. Yeah, yeah, Biflo. Everyone yeah. knows Biflo. <laughs> yeah, they've got one traffic light and a huge speedway. Everyone knows it's Biflo. <laughs> I think that was their original slogan. I'm sure they they could pay you for that. I'm sure <laughs> they probably shouldn't, though, right? <laughs> I I missed a I missed a, a a golden opportunity to try something I didn't try it. What a dip! Huh? He shouldn't. Ooh, what's that? The, the tentacle thing should not have gone after your face and eyes and ears and and just annoy you by mashing up its Brillo-like surface to draw blood from you. It should have immediately gone for your rifle to try and fire off a shot. Oh. That would have been the wisest, that would have been the smartest thing it could have done. Well, it might come up again, but now we have two weeks to come up with a countermeasure. Yeah. Or he does, I should say. I'm just, I'm I'm sorry, I I went cinematic and pictured the exterior of the sub as a big kick-ass hole gets blown through <laughs> Well, I, 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 I might have taken the measure of not even loading it, considering where we were. But That's true, I guess, too. That's up to you to decide, so... Yeah. I was just, I was just like... I was just uh, regretting out loud not having tried that. Oh, well. Yeah, I was, I was, I was torn between doing that or actually yeah, using my... Um, um, gun skill as engineering and shooting the door in order to wedge a bullet into it to lock the door. Which I also think would have been awesome. That's totally <laughs> wiggly right there. Exactly. Like, yeah, that would have that would have been just the kind of pulp over the topness that uh, <laughs> that would work. Yeah. But the spectacular lightning show that welded it shut was <laughs> that was good too. That'll sell the popcorn too. <laughs> Excellent. So, could you say that regrets? You've had a few, but maybe you know, maybe like too few to mention. Really, (laughs) the summer wind came blowing. Anyway, yeah, as the water just comes shooting into a hole. hole. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) guys, thank you very, very much. Thank this you, was, uh, This was fun. I'm glad we actually got to encounter the damn thing this time. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and uh, there's there's um, there's more to come. It's not quite. It's not dead yet. No. <laughs> and uh, but it's feeling heavy. But it's really heavy. It feels heavy. Mm. And uh, and we're gonna meet next time. Hopefully, hell, maybe even uh, Stan will be able to join us next time. We'll see if they don't. That would- screw them over like they did tonight he hates them forever for doing that to him uh, Mr. K will be able to join us or not we'll see and what am I looking for I'm looking for my calendar so many things open the 27th yes May 27th two weeks from tonight we shall hey. gather again and try and save this submarine and capture this ugly ugly sucker Yes, I've learned how to use my iPhone and set a every two week alarm now. <laughs> Excellent. I, I should there get you a, go. I should get a, a an adult phone some someday. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I highly recommend uh, um, uh, to anybody uh, that wants 
a movie that's so bad you have to watch it every year just to <laughs> so bad yeah, it's I got good. a couple like that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> May you add Inframan to that list. Absolutely. All right. Okay, everybody. Uh, it's it's ten twenty. Going to call it now. Everybody, stay stay safe, stay warm, and right. uh, have an excellent couple of weeks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank all. you. All right. Yes. See you in two weeks. Yep. Take I'll care, folks. Bye bye. Good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. <laughs>